Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Cold Eastwood, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the XNC Podcast live. Ecstasy is on the air. This is today. This is the year anniversary of this podcast. Can't believe how fast it's gone by, but this is episode 51. Miss Valentine's Day because, you know, I just love to love. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. What a great show. I'm wearing the green jacket because I just like to look ridiculous sometimes, but I'm super excited. It's also celebrating my birthday today. <laughs> I'm 76 oh, years old. Happy birthday, Kelsey. <laughs> you know, it, you know, it's interesting because it's not only your birthday; it's Gaz's birthday too. It's not my birthday. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. Every single day. You know, I'm the only one on all of this internet here that knows when his actual birthday is, and when that day comes. Come with a vengeance. But I'm super happy to be here. I'm super happy to spend this one-year anniversary day with two of my closest friends and two of my closest enemies. Gaz from Game On Daily and Randall Thor. Let's go to Gaz first. Gaz, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm... If you don't know who Gaz is, Gaz is... One of the co-hosts and founders of Game On Daily, they're an aggregate gaming site that you need to have in your bookmarks on the internet, right next to uh, all the all the spicy sites that you check out every day. <laughs> Look at that face! <laughs> and uh, they they do a live show on Saturday, if you're uh, you know over here in this part of the world, and they also do the sauce. The sauce is the famous thing. They also do technalysis with with asa but gaz has been working on the sauce verse this is where you just take a hard hit hilarious look at gaming from the eyes of a really snarky son of a gun and this is gaz welcome gaz thank you so much for having me let's get swimming in the sauce (laughs) i love it and of course the most famous one here that i mean i shouldn't even be introducing him but this one this is my best friend we talk every day 
It's Randall Thor, the man with a million, over 85,000 subscribers, on his way to greatness. He does amazing work. He's got the Xbox, the Jez cast. Is that what they call it? Xbox that's what two. I think that's what Dealer called it in his video today. <laughs> yep, yep. So Jez Rand, cast. The Jez yes. cast. But no, for real, they, it's the uh, it's the Manscaped-sponsored Xbox 2 podcast. The fame of Friday and or Saturday. What a great show. Rand, thank you so much for being here for this special day. Thank you so much. Say hi to the chat. Hi, chat. And, uh, you know, thanks for having me, Colt. You know, happy birthday. Even though your birthday was yesterday. Uh, you know, I wasn't good enough for your first episode of X and C. But now I'm good enough for the one year anniversary of X and C. So uh, I yeah. tried so I was so stringent about only on cam people. Yeah, 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 yeah. The camera. Yeah. Well, I, I won't. Not it. until 100,000 subs is what I said on my show on the Jezcast, and then both me and Jez will be on camera every episode. But that's a while from now because I gotta start getting back into the groove thing of making videos, which yeah, you, I will be. Yeah. I think I have something planned for tomorrow. I think so. Ooh. It's 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 great to be here because. Me and you are such good friends. Gaz is amazing. I love Gaz. And you, baby. Uh, I'm alive. If you guys didn't know, I'm not dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, which you know, I woke up. I woke up the other day to a missed phone call from Cold Eastwood at 7 a.m. and Gaz freaking out in my DMs. I was just like, "What is going on?" But you know, there's something bigger going on right now, uh, acquisition-wise. Which, Ooh. you know. Should we even talk about this? Cole had reached out to me to join X and C, and I was just like, I don't think you can afford me, buddy. I don't think you can afford the man with the million. Shut your face. (laughs) But, however, there is a new acquisition, and I can't wait to uh, hear you announce it. Let's go. Come on. Yeah, I I put a lot of money up, but I've been doing – so this show has been really strange. It's been super fun to – I don't know which way to point. This way? That way, that way, that, that way, that your left. There we go. There you go. Gaz one up. So I'm bringing on Gaz as a co-host of the show. I think it's going to be so fun that when we get guests <laughs> on, Gaz and I can just talk. I'm so excited to bring him on and so I get to hang out. It's an excuse to hang out with Gaz every Monday, but I'll try and get the guests on, but Gaz and I can do our thing. It's going to be so great. But just having you guys here is going to be amazing. So it is an interesting thing as we kind of move and evolve the show. And uh, there's some much, much good stuff to come. Let me give a shout out to some of the longtime supporters. We've got these veteran channel members. I'm going to read through their names super quick because uh, I about have them memorized here. We got Raiden Blade, Ricky Fallon, Zenner White, Poochie, Wolf, Assassin, DeBlue, Devario 2 Gaming, Fault Lines, Wreak Havoc, Fox Storytelling, Rodney Coots, Gaz. Dark CMF, Betamax, Dante Moody, Alex Wilson, Lord Starkiller, Robert Jackson, Gamer McFly, Assassin Lupa, Nanopolymyth, Hargit Chani, TK Chillin, Larry Thatcher, Dub, V Simcoe, Suicide King, Odana Kizada, Phil, KY Bob, William Lanza, and Matt Burns. And a couple of those people are also mods on the show. So shout out to Happy Bomb, you Odana Kizada, who are here every week holding down the fort, making sure the chat stays just crazy enough to keep us on the air, but... We really appreciate it. Uh, we were super excited. Well over 500 people. So hit the like button if you're ready to have a good time. I Check this out. I've got a two liter of Mountain Dew just to, just to make sure we get through the show in, in, in great <laughs> That's fashion. That's what Gaz is going to need to do the show every single Monday. What time is it over by you guys? 
It's one fifteen a.m. Damn! Look, look what he's doing for you, Colt. He's going to be up to three a.m. every single Monday for the foreseeable future. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's fine. It's fine. I'm going. I'm going to have some sauce. <sighs> oh jeez! <laughs> and he's canceled. <laughs> you regret yep. this decision now. <laughs> yeah, I put a lot of thought into that. We're going to start off. Uh, <laughs> we got. We got. We're going to jump into the first topic. Let me grab a couple super chats that rolled in. Nano Polymyth, thank you so much for the forty-five pound super chat. Nano is so great. He sends me the craziest memes. He just did a meme with Gaz, Rand, and myself as like a birthday family. Uh, I was with my family when I looked at it on my phone, and they thought I was crazy. Nano, thank you so much. He says, happy birthday to you, uh, Colt, and happy anniversary. Nice to see Gaz and the assistant from Xbox 2. Happy birthday to you, Messi mm-hmm. Nano. <laughs> uh, Red Wolf, thank you so much for the two. Happy birthday. And he's got the the uh, rock on. And jo- Joaquin Branch says, Randall, thank goodness you're here. I heard you were in a... I heard you're in a three-way with two blonde models when your heart gave out. Glad mm-hmm. to see you made it through. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good way to go. <laughs> it's the only way to go. Yudani Gaisada says, nice jacket. Can't hear the podcast. Turn it down. Uh, can't hear the podcast. Turn it down. I don't know. what. Uh, Rand is super loud. Hey, Rand, can you do me a favor? Uh, hmm. in, in the uh, stream yard saying, just hit the... Uh, we don't really do this stuff behind the scenes, but we're partying tonight. Go into the audio and, and uncheck the automatically and just bring yourself down a couple of slides. I don't know. It should be Yeah, good. man. Shut the f- <laughs> Rand is so powerful. Wait, but, are you saying um, I'm too loud? I don't think maybe so. Just I think bring he's it down trying a to say bit, your then. suit is too loud. Yeah, I was about to say, isn't he, try- isn't he saying that your suit is too loud? He can't hear the show over it? No, 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 no. I got a message that you're you yeah, louder than the rest of us. That wandering yeah. Dutch just confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, yeah, bring your mic down just a little bit. I got a message from my moderator. Uh, and for Havoc says, happy sauce day and welcome to the channel. Crazy Louie Gaming. Crazy Louie, if you follow him on Twitter, he's always on cam. Uh, he's, he's a good guy, man. He's always... We always have a good laugh when he does like his little shout outs to everybody. And then uh, Flame with the two dollars says, Happy birthday, Gaz and Colt and Rand. So it's Rand's birthday as well. Let's get into the very first topic, gentlemen. Um, there's no damage control here when we're live on XCC. I'll tell you what, no damage control. Gaz, we had a busy weekend. Let's talk about Xbox Live crashing, falling apart at the seams. Unrecoverable. What happened this weekend? What caused it? Jim Ryan. <laughs> uh, well, this is this has been quite topical uh, this week, and for good reason. I'm glad. Uh, although, to be fair, I wish people had the same energy for other platforms. <laughs> but generally, basically, Xbox uh, went down for 12 hours to the point where players couldn't even access their single-player games. So a lot of people were saying, is DRM in effect, essentially, especially for those who are game-sharing and their console isn't their primary console? They can't, they locked out loads of people. Dealer was locked out. Um, I think you were locked out. Almost yep. everyone was locked out. So it was a bit of a stark reminder to everyone. Was like, hold on, what's going on here? This is a problem. Is Don Matrick back? Don Matrick's back! Whoa. The 360 submarine. <laughs> Don Matrick just kicked out Gaz. Interesting. Did he? Did he just disappear? He, he did, did disappear. He, he's no longer here. Okay. 
Let's bring him back in. He was, he was so I, angry. I, I, I pressed <laughs> F11 by mistake when <laughs> of all the buttons to press. Yeah, so now I'm on top. F11 by mistake. Rick gets the hot seat. I love. We'll just leave it like this. I could move. No, no, it, no. Put me on not? the bottom. Put no. Put your no. co-host next to you. Come on. Fantastic. Your new brand new co-host next to your. All right. Hang on. Green. Did you just kick him out? Oh, no, there we are. <laughs> that's just how it works here until I get a different setup. But yeah, um, it's like, yeah, look at watching the replay on there. It's pretty hilarious. What's up, kid smooth? How you doing? Um, yeah, what we were saying, the Don Matrick submarine is in full effect. Uh, yeah, no, no, no internet, no game. Remember, they that's got a console for the use called the 360. <laughs> oh, I mean, um, no, uh, you, yeah, there's a lot I to talk about here. About the, a lot of people say everyone's damage controlling. Who's damage controlling? Well, as soon as it happened, we said it was not good enough. There are some things that people need to be a bit um, aware of it. So a developer on uh, Xbox actually went on Resetra to talk about uh, what the problem was, and someone shared a video of what the issue is. And this, there, a lot of it actually extends to the licensing-related error messages. They said they really need to change that. And the guy was quite frank and explained why things didn't work. So the failure was for the same reason it would have done were it for a PS4 and PS5, which is that the console is not set as the home console, which is the equivalent of that as primary console for PlayStation 5. The big difference between the Series X and PS5 was that they Xbox did chose not to automatically change a user's home console, whereas PlayStation sets it back to your first ever one or primary PS4. So there's not that much of a difference, but there needs to be, they acknowledge that there needs to be uh, a revamp in the error messaging on it, and which they're looking into uh, um, immediately. So the voice is being heard. Microsoft is responding. It's not as bad as you think it is. But if you're game sharing, then what does that mean? Yeah, that's what I want to ask Rand, because Rand brought this up on, on Twitter when everyone's like trying to figure out what's going on because you can't access games you own. Mm. Rand, can you explain? Uh, I think you can do it the best way about what's going on with game sharing, how this affects you this weekend. Well, people like me. Um, so this, I, I'm really curious to see what caused this outage. Um, and mm. the whole system that Microsoft has in place with the home console is supposed to prevent this. Like, that's the whole thing. It's supposed to prevent this type of situation when uh, essentially what Xbox, they've been doing this since the 360, right? You essentially, whenever you buy a game digitally, you get two licenses. You get a license for the console you bought it on and the account that bought it. Um, It was a little harder to use during the 360 era, um, but with the Xbox One era, it was streamlined. So the license that you get for buying a game that's tied to the console is now tied to your home console. So what Xbox decided to do was that you can basically designate someone else's console as your home, right? Mm-hmm. So, but you're supposed to use it like within a family setting. Like if you got kids, right? Uh, you know, you're supposed to do it like that. But obviously people like us or whatever use it to game share with their friends millions of miles across the world, Right, I've been game sharing with my friend in North Carolina or South Carolina, I forget what state he lives in, for years. And it's how basically, you know, every single game that comes out, I buy it for half price and, 
you know, we, 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 we kind of trade off purchases and we get two copies and we can all play. Mm-hmm. Um, but the home console is supposed to kind of protect you. Like if you're, if you have your console as your home console, that is supposed to allow you to play everything offline. Like if something's affected, uh, online servers, you should, should be able to go offline and play. You should have no issues whatsoever. It but doesn't. For, it doesn't like try to go look to see. Do you still own this? It just says, "Hey, well, yeah, because that's cool, like that's your main console." Yeah, it's it's supposed to prevent that, but it seems like at least according to some of the responses on Twitter, it wasn't working properly. Right? Like, I know by game sharing with my friend that I am essentially there's pros and cons, benefits and consequences. Right? Uh, so I know when something like that happens, like I'm not really going to be able to play anything offline. The only thing I can play offline is my f- games that my friend has bought, right? Right. And yeah, it's just it's just it's just, it's it's just a ri- it's just yeah, it's yeah. just a risk I take cuz I know the risks and I know the benefits and I'm willing to take that on. But there are other people who who don't, you know, who who don't want to do that, who have their consoles set to their home and they were still experiencing problems and I feel really badly for them because that is not something that should happen. Like there shouldn't be an issue where the way Microsoft has their system set up, where they run into a problem, and suddenly now you can't play any of your games and you're locked out of them. Like, that's bull. I don't know if I can swear on this show, so I'm just going to say bull. And it's definitely Microsoft. It's something that Microsoft should address uh, because it's not a good look. It's not a good look when you're basically locked out of your games on a Friday night and then locked out of your games on a Saturday night, and then some people are locked out of their games on a Sunday you know, and especially with Microsoft being quiet about it, and I don't think they've actually come out and addressed or apologized for any of this stuff yet. Like it is, um, it's something that really Except shouldn't happen. Xbox support, yeah, it's, it's something that it should not happen. Like there should be no reason why, uh, if you're online and everything's going on, that you know, you everything, if you're doing everything the way Microsoft wants you to do it, where your home console is set to your actual system, that you shouldn't be locked out of your games. That's completely unacceptable on every level, uh, in my opinion. Um, I don't, you know, people are going on about how they need to fix it. Like maybe they could just give a two day check in, and if any there's outages going on, you should be able to do it. Yep. I mean, I don't yep. know anything behind the scenes how easy or not easy it would be to change these things because they've been essentially rocking the same license system since forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely something that Microsoft probably should go back. Like, I'm sure they're deep diving into why this, why this happened, why there was this massive yeah. outage. And I know there's been rumors that it was Fortnite that caused it, but I don't think that's true oh. at all. I think it, it was like just Jez had looked into the Fortnite thing and that and found no merit in the Fortnite cloud integration, uh, the free to play thing. the The weird thing about this is. It wasn't just because I have a lot of games that I own. I I game share with Gaz. And so I have I own most of the games in that library. So if the internet goes out, if my internet goes out or Xbox Live goes out, I can't play those games. And like you said, it's the compromise you make for essentially where this this flexibilities and options that they give you on the Xbox platform. We also have to remember that entitled we're gonna talk about the word entitlement a lot when it comes to what happened with with the Xbox Live outage, because Xbox has to look to see if you own the entitlement, if you have the rights to play that, a.k.a. you paid for it or you acquired it through Game Pass or whatever. But my son loaded up Game Pass, which he, I, I pay for Game Pass for him, right? 
he loaded up grounded and it said the person needs to sign in who owns this. And I also heard this weekend, Gaz, that Game Pass waits 30 days to bother checking. So if you're offline, you can still play the games, but that wasn't the case. Really? 30 days? That's very generous, I think. Wow. But we don't know, but I don't think it's that way with your digital purchases and even your disc based games. Well, but, I mean, a digital purchase would give you a license in perpetuity. So where it shouldn't need to check. Like, I don't know game, what that word means. In perpetuity forever. means forever. Like Halo Infinite, you know, forever, right? Um, Halo Infinite, uh, Halo, forever. Halo forever. Yeah, like I remember, I remember hearing that Game Pass has a uh, thirty-day check-in, meaning that from the moment of your most recent purchase, you could essentially download the Game Pass games and then play them offline for those thirty days. But once it requires you to essentially, you know, uh, your next uh, subscription, it would require you to ping the server again to make sure mm-hmm. you're all cleared up on that which of course makes i mean it's a subscription service you don't actually own those games so i would expect there to be drm on something like ea play and something like game pass uh it's just that you know <laughs> you know well, we so have people that- in chat like Kasante said he he ha- you know he he had his system set to home and he couldn't play any of his games right mm. uh yeah. which if that's the case like that should never happen this should never yeah. ever run into that issue um, which is why I'm super curious to see how this issue uh, started and what was the cause. Was there a problem with the authentication servers where it would ping if you actually own the game and, and on their side it just went wonky so then it came back and the system didn't know what to do and it didn't work? Like it, mm-hmm. It's like pinging the server and it's just like, uh, we don't know if you actually own this so you can't launch it. But if you actually played it offline, you'd be able to because it wasn't pinging the server. I don't know. It's it's really interesting, and um, I mean, I just hope it never never happens again on this large of a scale. Like, it's funny because I game share, and I didn't have any issues. Like, I wasn't locked out of anything. But then you see other people that don't game share, and they're completely locked out. It it was just you know everybody was just so many different yeah. things going on. It was is. I mean, you said even you, you had very few restrictions this weekend, and some I, I was able said to I get no problems at all. Like I was, I was in a party with Obi, and Obi couldn't load anything up, and I was sitting there loading up every game I wanted to, and I'm like, everything works for me, you know. Mm. Uh, Favoritism. So, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm on. I'm on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm on that top tier server. VIP. Yeah, I've seen you. I've been to EP, E3. Rand's on some day. server that's run by like a huge hamster. It's like, you know, just running it with no no power. It's just um, Jess Gordon just going around. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you guys are having a good time, this is the XC Podcast. We're live on the Cole Eastwood channel. This is also up on demand if you're listening after the fact on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts and other places thanks to Anchor. So thanks for checking this out. If you're having a good time, hit the like button to show your support. Well, Cole, We've got almost 800 people. What's up, Stop Brandon? damage controlling, bro. You're such a Stop damage controller. Damage controlling. Damage controlling everything Xbox does. You got you to gotta uh, demand better, Cole. You can't just tweet <laughs> about it you gotta demand it bro yeah, you gotta you go you gotta it. you know you, you gotta you drive up to redmond thing. yeah and you I'm gonna, just gotta I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoehorn something in here um what rand's referring to is this morning someone said that you know tim dog and i were gonna damage control it and i said uh no we've been asking xbox to fix it we've been coming up with solutions and asking them to do better and he said you can't ask you you need to demand that's bull crap and i said <laughs> you're an idiot and then uh yeah, he flew off the handle. I don't normally call people names, but come on. Give me a break. He's an you absolute be nice. piece of <laughs>
You can only be nice for so long. We got uh, 800 people watching, so please hit the like button if you want me to be nice. If you want me to get really, really mad and <laughs> start calling people names, hit the like button. I'll do that too. Now nah, we're we're just, we're gonna have a good time, Gaz. Um, this whole mess. What? I I don't know. Jim you Ryan's were pretty busy this weekend. You were running your show, and then you know there was a holiday weekend. So, w- what does Xbox need to do to fix this? I think it's a communication thing. I completely agree with Rand that if you no way can a home console be locked out like that. It can never happen. It shouldn't even be the case. The fact that that's able to happen makes uh, and I think Rand, your theory kind of makes sense. It would be something like that. But there's going to they need to resolve it, and they're already doing that. First hand, you've got them confirming exactly from the Xbox dev team. Are they going to try and resolve that? But the difference wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be any different if it was PlayStation. Problem is, it just hasn't affected PlayStation yet, as far as uh, system wide is concerned. But remember, Gran Turismo, you can play that for two to three days as well. That's the same. Yeah, it was like 30 hours consecutive, part. right? That's what yeah, I want to ask you guys. How, yeah. how often does Xbox Live uh, experience a time when you can't play games? I'll be honest with you, it's quite rare. Someone in chat said it's only happened once in years, and everyone's making a noise about it. I am, I agree, do make noise about it because this is a situation that shouldn't persist. But um, in terms of how long we're talking about how bad a problem it is, it's been a bit overblown. People need to relax. Microsoft have responded, and I'm sure they'll resolve it. Um, I have a lot more faith in Microsoft doing that than, say, someone like Sony because they're barely communicative, uh, which then which that needs to change. I see Xbox guys. Okay, this is going to sound console worry, but uh, uh, this is true. For years, Xbox guys, listen, you're with your Vince McMahon suit on your birthday, and this is a one year anniversary. You do not get to shy away from the source. This is it. Right. That's why you want mm. me here. Uh, and really, I just want to call out. I didn't see, um, I saw some damage controlling posts from individuals that were coming up on my feed, but for the vast majority of what I saw was completely calling this out and saying, from the community, resolve it. Uh, some people were damage controlling fine, but by and large, a lot of people were like, this cannot stand. And that's the thing. If you're an Xbox owner in the core gaming space and you've experienced Xbox, you're not a stranger to calling out Xbox. Xbox is where it's at because of people like us, all of us, the community today, they've responded because we're very vocal in calling it out. So unlike mm-hmm. some some fan bases, PlayStation fanboys, uh, they, they will accept anything like the PlayStation top. But um, I don't know what you, you see, want. You see, know, guys, I'm going to have to push back on this for just a Shut second. Up. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. You're you're my brother. But there's one thing I do not like in this community is the whole whataboutism. I, knew I can't you were say I that. can't stand it. I can't like yeah. listen, Xbox Live had issues. It should not like it should not have these outages like this. We're not talking about PlayStation. Who cares about PlayStation? This has, I give a f- well, I don't, you know, because Xbox having outages has nothing to do with PlayStation going down in 2011 or any of that other stuff. Keep it strictly focused on what the issue is. And the issue is Xbox and their DRM and how it could be improved rather than saying, well, PlayStation sucks or what about this issue PlayStation had three years ago? I legit cannot stand what about ism. And I still love you guys. Okay. I still love yes, you. Are you taking your what? pants off? 
I literally spilled water on my crotch area, but I'm wearing shorts. I'm wearing shorts. Look at this. Um, I wear. I very rarely wear shorts, but it's. Uh, oh quite, my quite gosh! Warm. No, I'm just not what aboutism. I'm just saying. The ex- <laughs> I I'm just you, seeing. Rand's giving his. Rand's giving his speech, <laughs> and you're over there. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> um, what has happened to this show? Uh, <laughs> Um, it wasn't what about ism. I'm literally not even suggesting. I'm just saying from what I'm seeing, but by and large, the Xbox community is calling it out. Sure. No, I a hundred percent agree yeah, with yeah. you. And there's always going to be people that will damage control it. hundred percent. There are people yeah. damage controlling when Xbox tried to raise the price of Xbox live gold, oh, $120 yeah. a year. Right. Yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. I see a lot of people, uh, you know, they'll be like, well, this isn't that big of a deal because PlayStation went down in 2011. Like, they're, they're two yeah, totally separate stupid. things. Or or when people talk about what's going on with Halo Infinite and its problems it has, people were like, well, nobody's talked about Last of Us 2's multiplayer and how it hasn't released and whatever. It's like, <laughs> they're not the same thing. They're completely different. Like, yeah. just because you can, like, some people have an issue when people criticize their favorite platform. When people criticize Xbox, uh, they don't really feel great about it, and they feel like it's an attack on them because it's their preferred system. So they immediately go to, "What about, what about this about thing? It? What about what about Nintendo? What about this? And what about that?" It's like, cool, so those annoying. things might be problems, but that has nothing to do with what we're talking about at this particular time frame. But I still love you guys. It's okay. Yeah, and shut Something up, special bu- Nick in the I, chat I for I... being the biggest loser in the chat. Uh, we love you, Nick. Nick's great. Nick, Nick, Nick we're all, you jumped Nick. in the chat while you're talking and said three losers on a podcast. Oh, I can't. You know what? Let's go to E3 next year, Nick, and then uh, we'll put you to chokehold. No, Nick's great. We love having Nick uh, in the chat. Oh. And uh, him and Rand hate each other. It's great. Wait, Sorry, Nick go ahead, who? Guys. Special Nick? Yeah, special, special Nick, Nick. yeah. Yeah, he's, he's still going on about how his like most anticipated game of this year is freaking Goldeneye from 1984. <laughs> Hey, leave Goldeneye alone. Like, really? Nine, Goldeneye? Are we really talking about Goldeneye in the year of our Lord, 2022? Like, <laughs> I bet you. When it happens, I'll be, I'll buy it. Everyone's going to buy yeah, it. Yeah, everyone's yeah. going to buy it, and they're going to realize after fuck, One day. after playing for 10 minutes, it's like, oh, yeah, this game isn't as good as I thought it was. And, uh, yeah, I mean, exactly. Oh, it's my God. I, I can't wait for those tweets. I can't the wait for to them. go like this when you yeah. shoot. I mean, yeah, I liked I this game it. when I, I liked this game so much when I was 14 years old and I was in grammar school or in high school, college maybe. <laughs> I will buy oh it day one. You were I killing me. For more than a uh, day. You interrupted Gaz. I don't even know what the heck he was saying. Gaz, you I spilled, you spilled something on your. I got. Well, let me now. ask. Let me ask you first, Gaz. Um, because they throw this, they throw these letters around this whole weekend. And it's a big problem, and it's Xbox's biggest problem. And it's the reason why they don't preserve their games and why everyone's so much better. It's DRM. It's in the game. Tell tell the audience what DRM is, and then I want you and Rand to talk about how DRM ties into this problem because I don't think it's the whole thing. It's a DRM stands for Digital Rights Management, uh, and basically, it's on mandate. The biggest fear is you buy your games digitally, 
or physically, but mostly digitally. This is the Xbox One fit. The association with the Xbox One. That's what it is. That's why those three letters make so, what cause so much PTSD in Xbox owners. So if you remember, DRM was when well, that was going to be a case with the Xbox One. It was going to force you to go online to verify your purchases. And the positive spin at the time, Xbox, was, well, we've got this amazing family plan. It will save loads of games. You can do all of this. And the details never came out of this family plan because they, mm-hmm. the D- anti-DRM sentiment was so bad last gen, they, Xbox immediately did a U-turn. Um, and now everyone's thinking, that's back. Do I need an internet connection or... And someone in chat, I think it was, I forgot what was his name now, said, that shouldn't, you don't need an internet connection for your games. You shouldn't even need an internet connection to set up your Xbox console. And I am, I'm inclined to oh, agree. I'm really crazy. Yeah, I don't think that's good, man. Not like a lot of people, like in different countries, like third world countries, like the internet's really spotty anyway. Uh, I mean, how much data would you need to do a check? But I, I completely agree. DRM should be a no-go. Practically, though, I'll be honest with you, practically... Minute, can I hold you right there at the at the setup console? Um, I understand that I, I, a, an Xbox fan from Mexico says, you know, Colt doesn't understand, you, you know, internet is really rough and it's spotty where I live. Yeah. And and the whole argument was about setting up your initial console. I mean, um, these consoles aren't really built to be plugged into a TV with just an HDMI cable, and that's it. They're built to be connected to Wi-Fi or to an Ethernet port. Um, it's just by the nature of the game. The other part of it is if you're strictly an offline gamer with a modern console, if you buy a disc, only one of each console comes with a disc player, and the discs are only 50 gigabytes most major games i would say well over half the games you buy these days wouldn't fit on a blu-ray disc so you have to have that initial install from the internet um so the reason why i bring that up gaz is if you live in a place where internet is you you don't you can't even think about multiplayer gaming because your internet is just not up to snuff but mm-hmm. if you live in an area where you're on Twitter every day talking about how Xbox is trash, but you have a smartphone, you should be able to hotspot it or something, right? But that's still unacceptable. But you don't need strong internet. You just have to wait a little longer to get that initial install or get the patch for your game so you can actually play them. I mean, I just think we've moved beyond I, that at this point. The world's just too I think, far. I think really, you're, I agree with you. And it's going to be not down. Look, very caveat drm is bad we agree that what happened at the weekend wasn't good enough but let's have a conversation yeah. without being so loaded let's talk about the real practical impact impact of it now you've got some chap in in the comment section said hey yo i'm in mexico the internet's spotty there i can't even yeah. rely on that fair enough is that for what what are you talking about that cult like why can't that be an online check-in that's not gonna take gigabytes of data could right. be a little string of I don't know one code. Or yeah, but there's one. but there's not an online check-in though. But that's what well, I'm saying. Well, what like, is in terms it, of practice, Rand? Like, what can you tell us? Like, we're all speculating. Well, that, I mean, like Xbox like, doesn't, I, but Xbox doesn't have an online check-in. Like, there, no, I think I'm, I think there's a check-in for Game Pass to make sure that you're still paying for your subscription. So those sure. titles that you download, the DRM makes sense for games you don't particularly own. But as far yeah, as I'm aware, on, on, like, the, on that game point thing though, did you? Is it really 30 days? 
that, I remember, I remember, I remember reading and hearing about it that it's a thirty day thirty day check in on Game Pass, which that's would quite make weird. Like, not really because if you, yeah. not really yeah. because you pay for thirty days. Yeah. So well, it about, would want to ping the server after once your subscription for that month is over, and if you're not paying, well, then those games don't work. Yeah, but what about the fact that games that rotate and come out the service? You could you are you saying potentially what you could do is play a game for a month that has actually come off the service if you're plugged off the internet? Say for instance, Just Cause Five uh, comes yeah, into game. probably. Yeah, and then right, Rand. Well, I mean, but well, I think most games don't they leave at the end of the month? I mean, well, I don't know, saying- like. You're no, saying no, if there's a 30 day check in and, and you pull you're up, pull there's the a 30 day check in and Just Cause 4 is it is leaving tomorrow, but you didn't connect to the internet. And so 20 days later, could you launch Just Cause 4 in Game I mean, Pass? Because I guess because that someone would have ping. to test that out. I don't know. I just mm-hmm. me- I just remember hearing and reading that Game Pass at a 30 day check in. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But as far as I know, Xbox doesn't have a check in. Like, if I wanted to, I could go online right now. Take my home console back from my game sharing partner, right? Uh-huh. Of course, I'd lose all the games that he bought that I can play, and then go mm-hmm. offline forever and play all the games that are available to me on my hard drives that I have downloaded. It's not mm-hmm. going to force me to ever say, you know what, you need to come back and you need to go online to check it out. Like, sure, I probably won't be able to play Halo Infinite multiplayer, but I should be able to play the Halo Infinite campaign and all those yeah. other games I have. So as far as I know, there's no actually online check-in to you to, to come and verify your purchases that you own those things. The problem, yeah. like, I think what happened was there was, like, I, I don't even really want to speculate because I don't know, but yeah. it almost seems like there was a problem with the authentic authentic. the authentication servers right and Uh it basically confused the all like the xboxes like the xboxes no like okay here's like i mentioned before you get two licenses one for your gamer tag and one for the console it almost made it seem like the console was being confused about whether Mm -hmm. or not you actually had the rights to play that game whether or not you actually owned it and i think it was because an answer like it needs to get uh, yeah, so when it would probably yeah. yeah, so when it probably talked to those servers, it was getting back something that confused it, and then to the end user, it basically just says, "You don't own this," and that's something that shouldn't never happen. Like you mm-hmm. should never get a message that says, "Hey, this you can't play this game, and there's nothing you can do about it." Like that is horrible, right? Like I, so, they need to do whatever they need to do to fix it. Um, but DRM's I, always I, been like this kind of issue because people have this people have this thoughts in the head that like Xbox Xbox got crap for 2013 because they wanted to have 24 hour check ins right because mm-hmm. they basically were going to do physical discs were going to be actual digital items and you could sell your games to your friends over Xbox Live. But they needed that 24-hour check-in to, ver- to verify all that stuff. And like Xbox was going to change how everybody basically were used to buying and selling games and stuff like that. And nobody wanted it, especially when PlayStation was like, hey, this is how we share games, right? Yeah, We're, we're yeah. just keeping everything the same. So people have this fear that Xbox's like, ultimate goal is to try to reintroduce that draconian DRM that they wanted to in 2013. And you see people even now being like, 
man, people are so accepting a DRM. Microsoft was finally able to get in that DRM that they wanted to introduce in 2013. It's like, well, no, they really didn't uh, because it was pretty bad then because you need to check in every single day uh, mm-hmm. to play your games and, and whatever. So, um, I mean, that stuff all happens behind the scenes. What I want to propose to the chat, the audience, and, and both of you is uh, here's devil's advocate for DRM, all right? So I kind of I've told this to a couple of people over the weekend. The dig, the DRM is a necessary evil in the digital age where you can have your games, you can share them with your game share console partner, you can pick them up and play them on a PC if they're in the same ecosystem. You can play them on X Cloud if you own the game. Like there's this whole flourishing thing that Xbox does. Now here's where where people just say get rid of DRM, everything will be fine. It is not crazy to think that someone could load up their game library, unplug it, and then sell it on the second-party market or sell it to people and say, look, here's 300 games. Just as long as you never plug into the internet, you can. You, I'll sell you this console and all the games that are with it, and they're, they're going to be there digitally. And then they could just load it up on another console, sell that, and sell that, and sell that, and you could just pirate games by just saying, just don't plug it in. And uh, the DRM keeps that from happening. Actually, that wouldn't work. It would actually... Because Gaz talked about that Xbox engineer who talked about all those things today, who who posted Mm -hmm. the Reset Era thing. He basically said that if you were offline, like you, you were online, you bought something digitally, and it downloaded to your console, everything would work. But if you took that game, put it on another console that was offline... The game wouldn't work because it would require uh, it would require uh, a connection to to, uh, game, to online to decrypt. Thing. Basically, basically, yeah. you, you can't just take something that's on one of your hard drives and then go to another console and plug it in. It won't work. It would actually need to uh, ping the servers. Uh, Gaz, DRM. you know what I'm talking about because you because you saw yes. that post. But Gaz isn't yeah, saying anything. Because no one gives a crap about this crappy topic. I mean, it's just like DRM is sort. Look, man, we're just speculating at this point why the error <laughs> happened. Look, can we all agree, chat, that Xbox needs to fix it? Let's talk about some games, man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but <laughs> Gaz, you, yeah, but Gaz only plays Apex Legends, though. Yeah, and what if they take that digital rights management away from him? Let me grab a couple. Super well, I mean, chats it doesn't matter. It's, it's an online only game, anyways. Who cares? Yeah, unplug and try that one out, guys. And Gaz only plays from... it on PC, so the real Gaz. I uh, <laughs> thank you so much for the five dollars super chat. Says this is for Randall. I'm expecting Scalebound. Keep it real, oh, Mr. Colt. Scalebound comment every episode, every every podcast. Scalebound. <laughs> uh, chance in heck. Yeah, Hargy Chani with the two dollars says X and C moves to Gazistan. So he's uh, welcome, Gaz. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> And welcome, Red Wolf, who are, is a channel member. has got the Joanna Dark uh, icon. So welcome. If you become a channel member, you get an icon that I drew. I've got Joanna Dark. I've got uh, Cortana from Halo. I might change that one since Halo is hey, going that's through the one rough I'm on. right now. Yeah, maybe I'll get, give you a little upgrade on that one. Um, yeah, I've got <laughs> the icons from Xbox. If you join the channel members, all you get, you also get internet monthly giveaways for merch like this X and C shirt. Someone said I, I should put a blazer like this on the channel. Uh, for for my merch store, maybe I'll do that. Uh, Plasma CRT would thank you so much for the one seventy nine pound. Says just bought an original Xbox. Very, I actually need to buy one of those. I just want to put one 
in my entertainment center for looks. And Assassin Lupa, who's been a channel member for 24 months, says, Hi, Colt. Happy birthday and happy one-year anniversary of XSC, my friend. Uh, Assassin Lupa's great. Risk it for the biscuit has uh, a nine-month channel membership. Says, seven months and not getting a member shout-out. Have I not given you a shout-out for joining the channel member? I'm pretty sure I have, but Risk it is a friend of mine. We talk on Xbox Live. He's a channel member. Shout out to Risk It for the Biscuit. He's always, quote, tweeting the crazy trolls. And I just watch from the sides going, oh, Risk It. Just silly Risk It. Just having a good time on Twitter. Uh, I should I should join in sometime, Risk It. He says, great show as always. Great guests. Let's hear auto-tune happy birthday from Gaz. What's up, Colt? <laughs> One more time, Gaz. Happy birthday, Swell. That actually went down. With this. I can't control the pitch of the auto juice. So sometimes it just goes. <laughs> but so if you hear him on the sauce and it sounds spot on, he really worked to make it make it happen. Thank you so much for that, Danny. Passion official with the five dollars says the outage hit me for fifteen to twenty minutes. Not a big deal. I am game sharing with a friend, and I. Lend him my Series S. I didn't want to interrupt his joy. Oh, Danny, that's nice of you. I, Reverend Gunn, thank you so much for the five. Says, do you think the outage had something to do with the new family plan they're working on, testing the new system? Hmm? Rand, is that is there any merit to that? I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I doubt it. That supposedly that thing's not even supposed to launch until the end of the year. So, I doubt that. Yeah. I doubt that it was testing that. <laughs> I, I I would really hope a test wouldn't bring stuff down. What are you going to say, guys? Oh, I'm just laughing. Game punishes this comedy because who needs Marilyn Monroe singing "Happy Birthday" when you have underwater digital gas? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you kind of look like Marilyn Monroe, bro. I like that. Uh, Isaac, <laughs> Isaac Gentry, thank you so much for the five. Says loving that green blazer Colt and risking for the biscuit with the Australian five dollars. Says. That was me, ran the 2011 thing. It went a little viral, but I was just reminding a nemesis that not every console is perfect. I'm sorry, Rand. So he was doing the whataboutism. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't specifically Risket. referring to him because I don't think I saw Risket's post. I was, even though I didn't. I was talking yeah, to more, was, yeah, that, I, I think I saw other people talking about it. But either way, it. either way, like Gas says, you know, we've been talking about this for 45 minutes. It's time to move on and talk about other topics. <laughs> Because Gaz doesn't care anymore. Gaz, 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 Gaz doesn't care. I saw our 18 with a $5. Thank you. Says, well, dang, Randall Ferrari is brutal versus his own podcast. I approve. And Hargy Johnny with a five says, just to be clear, it's online DRM that you're lambasting. The physical disc is also DRM. At some point, a content consumption device will need internet. And that's what I'm saying. It's like you're in the 2020s. Like plug the thing in or connect it to Wi-Fi, hotspot to your phone, get your kids Kindle. I don't know. Get, get something done. Sergeant Amos with an Australian five says everyone needs to sign up to Starlink internet and uh, Armando Echeverria with the $3 uh, dancing hippo. I like that. Thank you, buddy. Red Wolf says, what game made you gr- cry the most? Oh, this is great. Halo. Infinite. I just became a channel member. You're very respectable. You've helped me through a lot. I'm appointing you as my YouTube dad. Well, you know, I'm old enough to be everybody's dad. I'm 76 years old. Well, I, I know what I, w- I want to hear this from Rand. Uh, second but Gaz dig deep into your heart I know you've got this protected heart but have you cried when you played a game tell us your story yeah I did it was called Halo Infinite because it's 
<laughs> no, I didn't cry. Um, on Halo Infinite. Um, can you believe this guy, Rand? I'll, I'll be honest mm. with you. I'm I'm not a little bitch. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I can't swear. I I am not a little bitch when I play video games. I I'm a. I'm not gonna lie. I'll admit it. When I watch movies, I'm a little crier. I'm a crier. I don't know what it is, but seeing someone else cry on screen, I'm like, Ugh. um. But in games, I very rarely feel anything. And I mean, like, like sorrow um, is not a, a feeling I feel uh, in a game. In fact, the only time I really cared about a character was Meryl in Metal Gear Solid 1 when Sniper Wolf was just shaving Ooh, her skin off with sniper bullets. And I'm like, no, leave her alone! And... I never got to save her because when you get electrocuted, for some reason, I thought, I don't know how, but I failed. I couldn't hit square fast enough, which is weird considering that motion should be good for me. Uh, but uh, yes! <laughs> I, my brother-in-law and I were like taking turns, pushing square as fast as we could to, to survive oh, that. that. That's a classic oh, moment. Yeah, yeah, that was a classic moment. So I didn't do it and I skipped it and I'm like, oh, it must have been impossible. Maybe a... And then if you do that, Otacon lives and Meryl dies. So in my heart, I always let her die. And that's the only time I care about a character, I think. Well, Rand, do you know when your crying moment is in a game? Do you want me to say mine first? I, we might have the same one. So you go first. Okay. It's super cheesy, but... um, In Mass Effect 3, when you're in the hospital and you... Mm. I won't. I don't want to spoil it, but uh, Thane is dying. A, a character. He has a disease. He has throughout most of the series. And there's a moment when he's in the hospital that is really, really sad. But when I replayed the trilogy last year, you talked to him in the lobby of the hospital, and he just talks about how he's coming to acceptance. And I was sitting here on my couch, like <laughs> I'm a little beat. <laughs> and I, I, I did have some pretty good tears there, and it prepared Thane was me for cool, the next man. It's just like Thane's shit, man. He's oh, like sorry. spiritual, and uh, he's just uh, oh, he's so great. But yeah. Rand, when was the time well, you cried? I don't, when you I'm not sure. Like I've ever cried. Like there are some parts where I get emotional. Like last one is probably like Arthur Clock's. Like I tried, I did, I did my best. You know, like the end of Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, I'm just playing. Thanks for that, Bruce. Well, you don't even know what we're talking about, so. Yeah, that would just spoil anything. Uh, I know exactly what he's talking about. But I don't think I've ever ever had tears flow down my eyes more than like I just felt emotional uh, during the moment, you know. But yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I can't really think of time like tears streaming down my eyes. I don't think that's ever happened. Like in movies, yeah, in books, a hundred percent. But uh, not in video games. What Uh, about the intro? intro chapter of Ori in the blind forest. Did you get a little choked mm. up? It's, it's, you know, you get a little emotional here and there about stuff other the end of the end of those games, right? The end of Ori in the mm. world of Wiss. Yep, you know, you yep. just kind of get yeah. that, you get that lump in your chest. You're like, Oh, like, Oh no. You know, that's, that's how you know that you and I ran have a soul and Gaz is as black as coal. <laughs> well, very good I like the no Russian level in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Yes! And, and I think that makes me a bad person. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, 
Thank you for that, Red Wolf. That was nice. That was nice. Danny Passion is official. Thank you for the $2. Says, how about pirating? DRM is to protect pirating. It's not so much a problem on consoles in the modern day. Nanopolymyth with the nine pound super chat says, is it possible to have a software solution that would automatically activate for a set period of time if discounted from the internet or disconnected that could draw the authentication authentication from a secure save data? Authentication? Why? I mean, without what? I don't know. We're trying to get out of this, but I'll just ask Rand. Do you think Xbox is looking at a different approach or they're just trying to fix what they have? They're not going to look at a different approach. I don't think so. I think it's they're just gonna. They're just gonna. I mean, they've been using this system for a long time. They're just probably gonna try to figure out what went wrong and try to prevent it from happening again in the future. I, yeah. I don't. I don't really see them suddenly changing everything uh, because of it. But uh, who knows? I'm wrong. But let's let's talk about a different topic than this because, like, we're, what are yeah. we? An hour in? Gaz is already sleeping. He's sleeping. <laughs> All right. For well. An let, let's let's have a little fun. You know, I asked these guys pre-show if I we should talk about this. And they're like, absolutely not. And so I thought, hey, let's talk about it then. Oh, geez, uh, here we a go. A couple of, uh, yeah, you know, buckle up. <laughs> a couple of uh, PlayStation-centric um, influencers or content creators. I don't know what you'd call them. Um, they've said some things lately. There's been kind of a change. I don't know if you guys have noticed this on the internet about uh, as Gaz starts slapping his legs around. Um, let me read this quote. I love and enjoy talking about PlayStation, but the way the community keeps attacking and misinterpreting me for saying things, anything than other than absolute praise honestly makes me reconsider ever saying anything about Sony. This includes some followers of mine, very disappointing. And then there was like a string of PlayStation centered people that said they've been really disappointed about how the community has been acting and I think we're really in a very volatile gas as the aficionado of sauce, very volatile situation where Xbox is uh, other than last weekend, which has been horrible, right? Xbox is bit putting themselves in a really nice position. And I think it's kind of turned people on their heads. You've been covering the sauce. What's your take on this? Like PlayStation fans are overly toxic. Yeah, see, I I said this for years. I got raked through the coals for being an Xbox. I've always said, and I'll stay sick by it, there's something in the water that PlayStation fanboys drink because they are the worst fanboys <laughs> of all fanboys. I will say that. I will say that. they are. There's a meme literally like PlayStation fanboys. They don't like their console. They just love to hate yours. And it's quite funny because... Gene Parks, uh, quite. Gene honest, Parks was the one said. that did it. Yeah, and then you had who, David who what, Jaffe. What David is Jaffe his, uh... is a PlayStation developer. The guy made PlayStation's legendary games, and he is saying, "Yep, I agree with you. Something's up with the PlayStation fanboys. The legend, your own legend. You treat him like that's that. That's the level of disrespect. Yeah. You see, we had David Jaffe on really early on." And you know, people say I'm Xbox centric, of course. Okay, okay, that's where I my uh, allegiance is, if you want to call it in the source light. But one, we actually love gaming. Two, we love his games. Were, irrespective of they were on PlayStation, God of War, and Twisted Metal, I love them, man. In no way, shape, or form would it be okay to talk 
like he can he has a hard skin but have you seen his comments section he's literally called mm-hmm. an xbox game pass shill 24 7 because he think he genuinely believes in the service uh so yeah i've always said playstation fanboys can be really toxic so i enjoy the source it's kind of like a parody of that lighten the mood a little bit a lot of people are like oh console warring oh it's so bad be nice all this stuff oh yeah that's actually your tagline be nice but like i hate i hate it when on social media though this is the other side of the argument fine it's really toxic but at the same time i'm always opinion of like that's human nature man we're gonna have this this is like a sport for me playstation versus xbox is such a fun little meta game within gaming it's like your sports you like sports you support your team and i think there's a the balance there where you know you you can do it for fun you can make the memes and all that all of that but then you're res- relentlessly just being very like toxic or being abusive and where does the balance lie I can't I can't say uh, I'm the arbiter in deciding what is good or not. I will take a sh- on anyone in the gaming space. What I think is toxic, though, could be seen as something fu- or funny or vice versa. So Yeah, I mean, all- I've done stuff. I've said things that people consider toxic or they just consider me toxic because they don't agree with uh, <laughs> the way I look at things or you know yeah. only only quote tweeting or tweeting about negative the other side of the, the other team right rand you stay out of this stuff famously you hide in the bushes you share it among friends and just kind of say all oh, my let, yeah, get a load of this right and then you stay out of it but what's your take on this how big is this group of morons i mean the how big is the group probably not that big but they're a bunch of loud Multiple. turds yeah. Um, yeah like any group any like toxic yeah you know group part of a group like you know you got xbox toxic fans nintendo toxic fans and playstation toxic fans it's just any sort of fan group is going to have their their outliers that are you know militant and they yeah. don't like <laughs> it when you praise something like a gene park yeah. i think i think the whole gene park thing said that he kind of wanted Sony to um, basically uh, streamline their games or not like not have them as big as before. So he doesn't have to wait five years for the next Naughty Dog game, et cetera, et cetera, oh, that's et cetera. Where it stemmed from. And yeah. like, you know, the usual suspects were like, he wants, you know, Sony games to suck or he wants Sony games to be like Xbox games or whatever. It was just, you know, the usual suspects that you can imagine on Twitter were basically piling on him. When all he really said was just like, I want more Sony games. I want them quicker. You know, I, I would be fine with those games not being as like jam packed with stuff. Basically, he's like, hey, Horizon Zero Dawn took Horizon Forbidden West took another five years, right? To make like, I would have liked to have Horizon Forbidden West maybe not be as big, but come out in three years instead of five. Um, but obviously, a lot of people disagreed with his opinion. So, of course, this is Twitter. And when you disagree mm-hmm. with your someone's opinion, you got to attack them, right? So you just kind of get attacked over and over and over and over and over again. So, I mean, I the thing is, it's like, at the end of the day, who cares? Like, it's Gene Park's opinion. 
uh, that doesn't that's, even if he says it in in a public space, it doesn't mean Sony's going to do that. It's not like Sony's looking at it and be like, should we do this or not? And then they're like, well, Gene Park says so, so let's actually do it. Like Sony's going to do it because they feel it's best for their business, right? They're not going to do it yeah, because yeah. people are talking about it on Twitter. But I do feel there's a collection of fans that uh, feel. Um, uh, they don't like it when their when their uh, console is being attacked by someone else, mm-hmm. and they Attack. feel like the knee attacked. But I uh, mean, that's not that's way too defensive, bro. That's kind of suggesting well, like, okay. hey, don't leave PlayStation out. But nah. There's also there, not- uh, there. Well, you didn't let me finish, guys. There's also <laughs> a group of fans who can't stand it that Xbox is actually doing pretty well this generation, right? Okay. And that threatens the PlayStation dominance, which threatens them, right? Uh, I think that is an issue uh, as well. It doesn't threaten them. They're a slave to their own narrative because they built that up a whole Yeah, but they, but they internalize it, right? They internalize this whole thing, and they feel like an attack on PlayStation, something that threatens PlayStation, threatens their... You know, Meager them existence. essentially. You know, um, like even if so. someone says uh, oh, Xbox does this really, really well, or they do this better or the best, like that's a direct attack on that type of person, right? Yeah, because I mean, we see the, that the mentality of fanboy. This is the psychology of fanboys or tribalism in in loads of things like sports and stuff. That's the way, my opinion. Everyone should view it. Like viewers, mm. like team, like you're, mm. you're, you're all. I will say this: if you don't experience a game because it's on another platform, uh, an exclusive, for instance, because it's on your rival console, you need to sort your life out because you're pretty much mm. of a loser. You're not better. able to enjoy PlayStation. But if you do that, then you're 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 an idiot. But Genuinely, I don't see any issue. I think it adds so much life to to the discourse and gaming as well. It can get spirals very negative. I get it, but it's also intrinsically a part of our human nature. And I don't think it's going to change. I just think PlayStation guys are. F- I don't know what it is more than others. I'm well, I mean, it's also. I think a lot of them also have this superiority complex where yeah, oh if you're God. not if you're not praising PlayStation. Yeah. Then what's wrong with you? Because PlayStation is for true gamers, right? Like uh, Horizon yeah. and God of War and all these other games. These are true games. And if you're not constantly twenty four seven praising PlayStation, then yeah. you're not a real gamer, right? Even though uh, Roblox is thirty times more lucrative or more popular than Horizon um, Forbidden Mobile it's phones so weird and stuff. Such a weird, yeah, oh, such a but weird sir, your your single player sad dad game def- deficiency device it all. It's just like there is that kind of snobbiness about it. you're so spot on about that. The gatekeep what they and the goalposts keep shifting because that that keeps getting battered away. Single player games are then it's like moving up to they that's why they hate multiplayer games for PlayStation fanboys. Because they're they because they don't have games. them. Yeah, yeah. Just like they hate on the they hate on the genre. They look down on it, uh, and then that's that's just so. It's gonna dumb. be it's that's gonna be so interesting dumb. when all these uh, Sony multiplayer games start releasing 
from first all these games of service yeah you know we're going to talk about here in a minute guys we're going to talk about the problem with xbox not having games this first part of the year again Randon and i've like really banged this Uh, we really gotta talk about this again no no actually what we're going to talk about the end of that and how we're going to go into talking about the game showcase might as well just talk about drm again we are not going to talk about drm but we are going to talk about how xbox is coming out of this cold season and how playstation had their supposed hot season this spring and it just kind of it didn't really land it too hot um and shout out to hargeet for dropping an elder ring code yodani was dropping codes while we were talking i couldn't get to him but please in the chat if you end up picking those codes if you're a control c control v that quickly let us know in the chat brag that you got the game let the uh what do you call it the the <laughs> the people that donated those games let them know that you appreciate them it's so amazing it's Colin Moriarty. Lethal- he's there just good claiming those free, free games, games. <laughs> yeah and shout out to lethal papa who's also here modern uh i meant to shout him out earlier while we were talking but I, you guys were on a roll uh let me grab a couple supers before we get into those big games um let's see we got uh rock 88 says basically if you don't have internet it uses an old cb channel to check in in a while over we're uh, we're getting the authentication yeah and uh, joaquin branch says gentlemen if xbox pass on the western dev western square devs oh man that we, we talked about this last week um uh, he's talking about crystal dynamics and uh those other studios is that an indication of how they won't buy or bid on any wb studios as previously rumored ran let's get let's knock this one off the green really quick as far as xbox trying to get a hold of warner brothers in their current situation give us your best uh answer on that uh i mean did did you talk about the square enix embracer thing last week on your show was that yeah, monday yeah, when that yeah happened? last week we talked about it was quite that a bit. monday has it already been a week no it yeah it has the warner brothers things i mean i i mean as far as like the way imran khan had said it is that Warner Brothers was looking to sell the studios, but keep the IPs. I don't really see a lot of. I don't really see a lot of interest in a lot of companies wanting that. Right? Like, I, say it the way you said to me about what would Phil and whoever. Oh, look at I would WB. imagine. I would just imagine Xbox would not be interested in buying a studio without the IP with it. They would just be like, "It's not worth it." They just rather would rather hire the developers, you know, and stuff like owning the ip you know is crucial like you know so if yeah. they were if they want which i do think they 100 percent are interested in another realm because they're important but like you would want the mortal Kombat ip with it because you could because yes. if you don't then you you make an argument that like well then it's not as valuable like rocksteady without the dc superhero ip i think to xbox would be like they're not it's not worth it at all so um, I guess it depends. Like, w- what is Warner Brothers willing to change and say? Okay, we'll also offer you the IP alongside. Which, in that case, then I would fully expect Xbox to be right there for NetherRealm. I-, I honestly think NetherRealm is the only one they're actually legitimately would be all in on. Like that, that's the only one that they would want. The rest of them probably not. But if it was like maybe like a package deal that came with some sort of you know, you get Mortal Kombat, but then you also get Rocksteady and exclusive license. Mm-hmm. Maybe they would deeply consider that, but I think NetherRealm is all they truly want from from Warner Brothers. Because that that fit, fills a hole, right? So, Gaz, do you think that Xbox feels like we need a fighting 
game studio uh, to pick up with Killer Instinct. Do you do you think Xbox even cares about the missing spot that is a Marvel or a comic superhero IP? I think so. I think so. Definitely. I think that they, if it wasn't for being deadlocked from the APK thing, they would have definitely put a big bid, like Embrace did. Um, because the IP is really important. Even Tomb Raider didn't make money. Uh, I think the IP is really important there. Uh, so Microsoft will definitely add 300 million. Easy. IP is everything. Um, I just, uh, no, I don't. In terms of, I, I can't I can't comment on speculation on the Warner Brothers thing, but in terms of fighting games, they need to get something sorted. Everyone's looking at Killer Instinct. That would be great. But, you know, Sony is really clever. They're making inroads into the fighting space. They bought Evo for a reason. If you're going to mm-hmm. be successful, they want Game Pass to be this all-encompassing, all-encompassing thing. And primary regions like the Middle East or Asia, Fighting games are very important into getting into that. And if you're locked off, if Sony somehow got NetherRealm, do you know how screwed Microsoft are? Uh, and they'll just have to rely on Street yeah. being multiplat. And last time, you know, that didn't work out. Okay, I haven't had Street Fighter bloody five on. So it's like, if is the Never NetherRealm and uh, Rocksteady acquisition going to get them flying under the radar from the FTC? Or is it something they just have to wait? I I, I don't think that. they they I look it's this is a very emboldened FTC that's l- really going to they want to send a message to to the tech industry and this talk this unprecedented value acquisition something's going to give I really do think that um, it's just. The conditions that may the FTC. This is a political. Uh, I'm going to go jump into topics there. But as far as answering your question, I think they they can't they they can't do they can't buy anything. I may be wrong, or they can stretch it to the limits based on how confident they are that the ABK deal goes through. If their lawyers and the mm-hmm. internal team is like, okay, we can wrangle these political issues. Maybe we can buy one hit, uh, one or two here. But if this presents a problem because. Sony is going to have an absolute great time. Well, its wallet is very small, but it's a lot more maneuverable. Although we have heard that even the Bungie deal is going... Uh, that, that was, so that, that was the next matter. thing we we're going to talk about because, um, you know, everybody's like, oh, they're, they're screwed. The FTC is going to stop everything. And honestly, I don't have any uh, super knowledge or not very knowledgeable like Hoag's Law would be. But the more I watch this thing unfold, I just get this feeling that this thing's going to pass. There'll be some compromises. I could care less at this point. Uh, Mo B with the Super Chat for 5 says, thank you, Mo. He says, happy birthday, Colton. Happy anniversary, X and C. Everybody hit the like button. Awesome guest with Rand and Gaz. We love the sauce. So thank you so much. Jedi Knight Peter with Australian 10 says, 10 bucks to help Colton prove his wardrobe. That blazer is blinding. Just kidding, he says, mate. It's amazing. And uh, Chris R with a five dollars says, "Can Rand expand on all the Xbox Studios submitting something for E3?" Oh, I read that Jesus. on the internet, so it must be true. He says with tongue in cheek, <laughs> but this is a good chance for you to kind of clarify because people run. I hate this. I you know how much I don't Inside like this. Cole. You, you know how much I, know. I don't like this. I explained it on my show. Listen, okay. I was on Pong and Mav's show, PM and the PM on Thursday, uh, a couple weeks ago. Great guys, right? I think Pong is mm-hmm. in the chat too, so shout out to Pong. 
Uh, and I was talking about this Xbox Bethesda showcase and how difficult it is for me to personally predict what games are going to be there. I mentioned how if you go back and and so I actually said this in my video and someone in the comments section is like, I don't like it when Ryan brags. It wasn't bragging. <laughs> it was <just> literally <laughs> stating the facts. But if you go back and listen to my last two prediction videos so about, about the, the conferences... When it comes to first party, I literally nailed every single studio on what they would show for the last two years. Stop bragging. It, well, I'm just saying because Stop it was good. because it was really easy for me to predict which ones would come. Not because I knew what was going to be there, but because I knew what was what could be showed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. This year, I find it incredibly difficult because Microsoft hasn't released much, right? Mm-hmm. And they're at this point now where you know, all these other, all these games from all these acquisitions from 2018 and 2019 are getting close to release. And all these other titles that they've shown before, like the Fables and the Four, you know, the Fable, the Perfect Dark, the Indiana Joneses, the Avouds, the Contrabands, like all these things, like they all realistically could be showed off, plus some of the project names that we know of, right? And I was explaining to them how difficult it, it is for me to sit down and actually try to legitimately predict the show. Like I legit try to actually be right. And it's because I don't know which way Xbox is going to go. I don't know what games they're going to hold back for Gamescom or XO uh, potential XO 2022 or the VGAs or any other newer shows they might have next year. You know, they're hiring positions for like people who are going to run these, these like new events and stuff. So I, I, I mentioned those guys, that I had all to go along with that. I had heard a rumor from somebody, one person, that virtually almost every Xbox Game Studios team had submitted something for the E3 showcase, right? And okay. I didn't really think much of it because it's just a rumor from one person I know. It wasn't like I've heard it from five different people. And uh, like I didn't really think it would pick up steam, but then again, like I should have realized it because they do this to Jez all the time on the Jez cast yep. on Fridays where Jez will say something and then suddenly like there's articles on all these different websites. So yeah, all yeah. of a sudden all these different websites picked it up and it's just, all Xbox game studios is something to show at E3, all this stuff. <laughs> and it's like, that's not what I said. I said that I had heard a rumor from one person that, Almost every studio submitted something, but even even if you think that's true, like they're not going to use all of them because there's going to be a time limit, and they might actually end up like not showing stuff and holding it for later on. Like, cause remember, like we had heard Perfect Dark was going to be there that one year, but then it was like, no, Perfect Dark's actually being held for the VGAs. You know, like yes, Outer, yeah. like Avowed was supposed to be last year, but then nope, they decided to go with Outer Worlds too. So just because you know, there's a root like. I don't necessarily even believe half the stuff I'm told anyways. Like, you know, so it's like, I just kind of take it with a grain of salt and I move on. Especially when Nick says it. Well, Uh, you know, when when Nick says it, when Nick says it about PlayStation, you can take it to the bank. You know, when he says it about Xbox, you kind of just sit there and you're like, is this, is this actually going to happen? I don't know. I love Nick, by the way. So Nick, Nick, Nick is the best. But yeah, Nick so is the, Nick is the new Michael Patta. There's only they're only going to have like 90 minutes or 100 minutes or I mean maybe two hours. They haven't really they haven't filmed the show, so they probably don't know the length of the show yet, right? Um, but there's plenty of other sh- things they they may like. If Hellblade or Two is coming they. in 20, like the thing about Hellblade Two, right? 
I want to yeah. see Hellblade 2 again. I want to see what the the combat looks like. But they just showed Hellblade 2 at the VGAs essentially six months ago. So do mm-hmm. we expect to see it again this year at the at the at this showcase? I don't know. But then it's like, well, maybe they don't show it, but then maybe they show it at a potential XO 2022. Or maybe they oh, show it God. at some potential show next year. So it's like it's it's really difficult because of the vast amount of titles that we know are currently in production at Xbox. And we don't know what they want to show at this particular showcase. So it's incredibly difficult. So yeah, that's, that's, you know, it's, it's, I heard it from one person. I don't know if it's true. And even if it is true, don't expect to see them all because Microsoft is going to hold things back for other showcases and other events later this year or early next year. This is kind of just how it happens. Well, Rand Paris is in the chat. Why don't you ask him what's at the show? Well, I don't know. I don't think they filmed it yet. So, Paris, hit me up when you actually film the show. When you're the host, let me know. Uh, I actually let me, heard. Let me know Gaz, what's there. I actually heard that Gaz was the host this year. Is that true, Gaz? Yeah, right. <laughs> you think they let, let, let invite me onto the show? I keep it real. There's no way. I'm just kidding, Paris. You do keep it real. <laughs> you keep Maybe. it real. No, you keep it really <laughs> saucy. I do. That they would never invite me. I mean. Do you see this? Do you see this comment by Game Punisher? I don't like it when Rand steps on his plebs. We know he's an omnipotent being, but I wish he didn't have to assert his dominance and remind us how prescient he is. That's got to be one of the greatest comments I've ever. Rand, you are like an ethereal cloud of wonder that just floats over us small peasants. And Paris says that you know everything about him. Um, Please, I'm not the one who's going to be on like a special (laughs) showcase. Uh, being you know going yeah. up. When, when are you going to disappear to Seattle? When can we expect Paris's tweet being like in Seattle with the crazy uh, eyes? You know, like and I'm in you, Seattle for something special. As well, <laughs> what? like you went after cult. You're going to go after him and say, "Oh, shut oh, up!" Oh well, you yeah, yeah. I, I I really don't like it when people tweet out the eye emoji. I think people do it right. far too often, and they do it for retweets and likes yeah, and engagement. So fun though. You know, or, or um, maybe maybe Paris isn't gonna post that. Be like, hey, where's Bethesda located? Is they located in Connecticut? <laughs> I'm trying. Can anybody give me directions? To where's where's Bethesda house? located? We're gonna see something yeah. like Paris being like in Connecticut, uh, visiting whatever eye emojis when they film the Bethesda showcase or Bethesda thing. We Look, were he's on doing you, the eye Paris. emojis right now. It's out of control. And um, then on, on his way there, Shiri Yoshida meets him, and he goes like, "Hey, one more money." Boom, and then he's going to Japan. And anyone like, wait, hold on. Phil Spencer's like, why are you in Japan? <laughs> and there's only the so much Paris. Showcase. <laughs> there's only so much Paris to go around. I, I, I'm pretty sure of that. I, I got a couple. I got a couple supers uh, about the the crying game thing. The crying game. Guys, correct that, would you? Smooth that up. Can you fix that in post? Danny Passion official with the two dollars says Red Dead Two hit emotionally, but not crying. Especially Nick said choked up at the end of brother tale of two sons i never finished that game brother tale of two sons is a phenomenal game that's one of uh joseph that's one of joseph ferris ferris's early games that's Um, like his first game isn't it it was it came out at the beginning of the xbox one era no that was a 360 game oh it was that was an xbox live arcade game and then i think i think they then they ported it to the xbox one and people could play it again and get the thousand but yeah that was was an xbox 360 game it was incredible never wrong no, yeah, it wrong, does. Uh, I'll check it times. out. Never. Eternal Shout, I thank you for the $5. This question of the night for the panel Which Microsoft Studios are moving away from their old game engine to a new one after 2022? Uh, all, most all of them, I think. I mean, let's hope Halo uh, does. 
<laughs> I will. I won't even get into Halo because if I did, the three of us would go absolutely ballistic, like double needlers ballistic. Someone just said in chat. I ne- someone just said in chat. I never laugh. Have you never listened to the Xbox Two podcast? I laugh all the time at Jez's stupid stuff. What are we oh trying to say? Gosh. You only laugh at your own show when you don't spread joy in other people. I'll get on show? the phone with Rand and tell him about how my video and my channel does. He laughs all the time. Uh, <laughs> John TJ, thank you so much. Hey, guys. Happy birthday, Gaz. It's not Gaz's birthday, but he loves to hear it. Oh, my God. Rock, someone just, uh, someone just said I'm so toxic. Rand, Rand is so toxic. Who what? said that? Who said that? So, someone in I'll, chat I'll said that they do a thigh slap. Oh, no. So, Alex, eat your heart out. Yeah, do the thighs. Hey, if you're having a good time, get us up to 500 likes. We have uh, almost a thousand people watching live. Let me grab a couple supers before we move on. We're going to talk about this. Uh, We're going to get into these this game showcase, but it doesn't end there. There's a lot of like Rand's kind of talking about the moving parts here. Uh, Rock 88 says Resident Evil 2 remake hit pretty hard with Kendo's little girl and Jonas the dad says how many reveals at Dune's Xbox show? Uh, Reveals. Oh, that's a good question because. I am estimating they could show about 30 games at the game showcase. Do you have a number in your head, uh, Rand and Gaz? How many games they're going to show? Maybe how many reveals? Uh, I mean, how many did they show last year? Paris? How many did they show last year, buddy? You know, (laughs) you were there. I, I think they showed 36 last year, wasn't it? Three of them morning, three of them morning game pass last year. Yeah, it's like 30, and then the previous years, I remember Phil being like, "We got the most games we've ever showed at a conference, 52," and then like 30 of them were in like a montage or whatever. Um, oh yeah, that's Paris true. says they had 30 games last year. Okay, yeah. good, 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 good memory. Uh, so how many, how many reveals? Like how many new shown games? I'm gonna say, oh shoot. I want to say as far as something majorly big and not really tiny, I'm going to guess about five. And this is something I'm kind of preparing five myself. Five new get big game from the first parties, you're saying? Uh, no, for their partnerships and first party and everything. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably, I've got to figure that out because I'm going to build a video about everything that we think are coming. Uh, Jedi Knight, Peter, knock it off. You're great. Um, Gaz, how many new games are going to show? And then Rand. Bro, I people are going to hate me for saying this, but... I think it's time we saw the gameplay for the bloody games they've announced so far. There's so they many, will. man. I think they will, yeah, but, they, but they have I to have new stuff at this show. But they got to tread carefully here. If they show off more new stuff and we've yet to see gameplay for Fable, Avowed, Perfect Dark, uh, what's going on, man? It's like, this a bit, tell a him, bit Rand. silly. It's a bit silly. We, I mean, tell them about Fable and Perfect Dark. Tell them. I mean, we're not going to see those. Uh, I doubt we'll see those. I think maybe Fable stands a chance, but these perfect dark, we're not going to see until the end of this gen. <laughs> the game is so badly in development. But no, the state of decay, like that was having dri- development troubles. Is that not going to show up as well? <laughs> Every and time you, you say Fable, I'm like, you say perfect dark, I'm like, then you say state of decay, I'm like, God. What? But so then maybe they, okay, fine. Say if they don't show all of those, which is bad to me anyway, gameplay for those, then they show the new stuff, right? So then yeah. you can have another case of five new, whatever these IPs are, coming God knows when. That, we, don't, you, we, don't we keep saying yes. in 2023, there are going to be so many games coming out every other quarter, but you're telling me at the same time they won't have gameplay ready for those games? 
what is it going to be released then? Look, guys, I'm a PS5. Oh, who was that in the chat that told me to do that? Oh, it's hilarious. I'm sorry. I don't know where it went. The chat's moving. I'm sorry. No, wait. Come on. Cole, you guys say all the time 2023 loads of games are going to be coming out so fast. Yet you laugh at the notion of gameplay being shown for games shown. No, no, no. Because I I talked to, when I talked to Xbox about like what their expectations are, they said gameplay the year before the game releases. So I think if you, I don't think Perfect Dark's coming out in 23 because of what's gone on. And yeah. State of Decay has its own issues. They're going to take more time. What was the other one? Avowed? Avowed. We're going to see gameplay of Avowed because I think that game's coming out in the next calendar year from now, I think right? So, so uh, what was the other one? Fable. Not Fable. Yeah. Fable, we've only seen the cinematic. Rand, tell the audience what your best insider. No, your best guesstimation of what is going on. I mean, on I Fable. always said. Will, will we see something in engine this year? I don't. But this is the problem. I, I don't. I've always pegged Fable as a 2024 title. I listened to Gamertag Radio the other day, and Paris and Danny were talking about this exact thing. Paris. Mm-hmm said that uh, he thinks Fable's 2026. I wouldn't surprise me. And, uh, and, uh, and Avowed is 2024. They've and, been working on Fable since and Danny And Danny said that he thought Fable rele- was going to release before Avowed. And they made some bet. To, uh, I forget. It was oh, like Danny wanted a hundred dollar bet to Paris that he would be right or something, and they wouldn't bet on it. But I think one of them has to buy each other dinner in L.A. or something. So, um, I've sort of always had Fable pegged as a twenty twenty four title. Um, mm-hmm. So my initial my initial thought is that Fable will not be there this year. Uh, that but the playground games will be there because they're going to show off. Um, they're going to show off uh, Forza Horizon 5's first expansion. I think and it's probably, it might even release around then. Um, I do think Avowed is next year. Um, so I do think we would see gameplay from it. And okay, like how many for like Avowed? They'll show that off. I think. I think Compulsion's next game or their new game will be shown off. I'm not sure if it'll be gameplay. It'll be their first announcement, so it very well could be like Contraband, where it's a CGI announcement trailer. Even though I do expect, uh, I, I do think Compulsion's game is supposed to come next year. Maybe it's internally delayed. I don't know. Contraband, I think, will get a gameplay trailer because that's supposed to be next year. You would think Hellblade 2 would be there again because I think that's next year as well, but this very well could be that they could save the game for some other time. I'm not really sure on what their goal is for this showcase. So it's very hard for me to try to say, yes, this will be there. In my opinion, Xbox should show you gameplay of all the titles launching this year and then give you a rough idea of what their roadmap is for 2023, right? So in my... My eyes, you like you have Redfall gameplay, you got Starfield gameplay, you got Forza Motorsport mm-hmm. game gameplay. I think as as do, Dust Falls is coming out, so you probably show that off. There's potential that Josh Sawyer's games releasing this year, although I think yep. that might be next year. You're probably going to show Grounded again. Um, yeah. Grounded, and then 2023, yep. 
you you essentially have Hellblade, you have Contraband, you have Avowed, you have Compulsion's new game, which is Project Midnight, which is third person, like fantasy RPG, cinematic. It's like a third person cinematic RPG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an action game from I remember what Jez was telling me. Uh, Coalitions, by the way, Coalitions new game supposedly was internally set for 2023. You know, this is the one that they worked with on Unreal Engine Five to get used to it, so they can do Gear Six later. I think that was internally set for next year. So that means there's a that's something there if the game. Well, I don't know how game. big the Coalition's game is. I'm just what's going off of what Jeff Grubb has said, and, and Jess has some information about mm. that game too. And but, what Aaron Greenberg said, he said that uh, Coalition was working on um, uh, Project Belfry, which Jess yeah. talked about in this past week, which is the Stoic game. That's kind of like a Castle Crashers s game. Um, <laughs> And who knows what else? I, th- I think there's also some RTSs for PC and like 4X games that I think are ready to show, but I particularly don't care about those. Those could be shown off at Summer Games Fest, and then not necessarily, but... Then I'm go around saying, the horn toward Bethesda, right? Um, well, then Bethesda, but like Bethesda's a little bit, a little bit more difficult because... Um, they're sort of front-loaded with their games. Thing. They're releasing two right now. And then are we going to see Indiana Jones... At this event, Indiana Jones. See, I don't know, man. Like, I think like the thing with Bethesda and this show is how long are they going to show Starfield for? Is Starfield going to be a three-minute trailer? Like, here's the thing: Uh, yeah, three minutes minutes. is long enough, really. But but, I don't know. Fifteen minutes. But there are people that are like expecting a ten to fifteen-minute blowout. So it really depends. Like, Xbox could do here's Starfield. Here's a three-minute gameplay trailer. However, they easily could do a Bethesda presentation just like they did the showcase with Paris last year, where then mm-hmm. it's like, hey, tune in Wednesday to a deep dive into Starfield's gameplay in Redfalls, right? And then oh, you yeah. have like a Starfield 20-minute demo, but then it's like, but maybe they do the Red, maybe they do the Starfield 20-minute demo during the showcase, which means a lot of stuff might get cut. So I don't really know what to expect other than to say Starfield's going to be there, but I don't know no long don't know how long it's going to be, especially if they're planning on doing some Bethesda presentation later in the week. Because I can easily see there being here's the Xbox showcase on Sunday, and then during the week there's a Bethesda presentation with Pete Hines where they show more of Redfall and more of like Starfield and and something else or whatever. And then later in the week, there's also an Xbox game showcase with Paris, where he just basically does what he did last year. All those things are sort of valid in my mind that could happen. So uh, it's it's really tough to say, you know. So uh, Indiana Jones, I don't. You know what Jez said he wanted? He wanted the show to end with the tease of Fallout Five, or a tease of Fallout New Vegas Two from Obsidian. Just to let people know uh, that Fallout, a new Fallout is coming, That'd right? Be mm-hmm. Because they did it for Outer Worlds 2 where they were like, Outer Worlds 2, which is a couple years away, they're like, we're let fans of Outer Worlds know that it's coming and it's they're on its way, yeah. right? Yeah. And Fallout's a huge franchise. And if you look at like the devs who are, you know, Bethesda's working on Starfield and then they're doing Elder Scrolls, but like you would assume, okay, after that's Fallout, but that's really that's far away. Fallout I know it would be 2030, but then maybe you want let, let people know that Fallout is 
remembered and being worked on. I, there's so many things they could do. Who knows? I don't know, man. Like it's, I would love to see Indiana Jones. I, I would, but I think that game's a 2024 title. So I would initially say it's not going to be there. You think it's a 2024, huh? I All think right. so. Let me put that on pause. It's the XC podcast. We have uh, almost a thousand people watching live. Hit the like button. You're having a good time. This show is live on YouTube on the Cole Eastwood channel. Also on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts via Anchor. So thanks for checking out the show. If you're listening with earbuds on uh, while you mow the lawn, do your dishes, or uh, shine Gaz's shoes because he's got to look slick when he goes to the office. He's amazing. But thank you so much for checking out the show. Hit that like button. I've got a couple supers here that kind of fold in here. Isiler18 says, Mr. Colt with the suit, you're a slick dog. As someone who vastly prefers PlayStation, you and Rand are awesome. I'll be looking into this Gaz gentleman. Thank you, Isiler. I think he means looking in. He will be investigating into your craziness. But yes, please apologize. check out Gaz. Apologize. It goes downhill from there. I apologize to let you down. But these two are legends. <laughs> I'm nobody. I'm Randall nobody. These two guys are gems in the community. I mean, my own podcast is called the Jezzcast, for Christ's sake. (laughs) (laughs) You you might want to put a kibosh on that. It could get real popular. Risk it for the biscuit. Thank you for the Australian Five. Says I love to get involved in it, if this is known, but it's all fun and games I don't take seriously. I don't affect my day-to-day, except make me giggle a lot. When he's messing around, he's talking about messing around with people on Twitter. It is for fun. Danny Passion, thank you for the two. Says, I got a PS5 two months ago, and I keep forgetting. Laugh out loud. Yeah, I mean, I'm not playing mine right now uh i Siler, thank you so much for the 20 dollars super chat thank you so much uh she says to this day i prefer single player experience having been into multiplayer for years it's just my jam Rand, don't make me take that ferrari just kidding all you guys are entertaining values hi keep on keep it on so thank you so much for that um hey colt someone in yeah. chat said he wants he wants me to say that fables 2026 again so you can spit out of your water I, I did well it's Mountain Dew, but well, I Paris is spit it fair back Paris has changed his prediction. Paris in chat said he now thinks that Fable is holiday twenty twenty eight. It's twenty twenty twenty. No, he said he said he said he said he thinks Fable is holiday twenty twenty five. I personally think it's holiday twenty twenty four. But oh, so I, I, I think holiday twenty twenty four as well. I was just saying that. Twenty twenty four. Oh my That's gosh, can you imagine if I covered my TV screen with Mountain Dew for, uh, when you said 2028? 20, That's ridiculous. Um but I do th- see, so I, I go- do think I do think Danny's wrong. There's there's no way Fable comes out before Avowed. No way. Correct. I would have taken that bet too, I Paris. I would have taken that bet I too. Agree. I would want to be wined and dined because Danny will be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean the, the big I mean, it's not just, we're not just speculating, guessing. There, There's a little bit of uh, stuff going behind the scenes that, that we're seeing. Like, Avowed, Jess Corden, who is on the Xbox Two podcast, has actually had eyes on uh, a early build of gameplay for Avowed. No one, no one has seen Fable gameplay. We don't even know what the game looks like in engine. So they really need to show us an in-engine concept or something, the environment. Fly over the environment. I don't know. You got to do something for Fable, but I'm with Rand. Gaz, you with me that avowed we're going to see gameplay this this year? I think we'll see Redfall. We'll see Starfield. We'll see... 
Forza will may see. I still think there's a chance he could do a flyover of Fable. That'd be enough. A little joke here and there. A little bit show the cliffs, the engine. They don't have to do much work. Push off uh, a little bit there. Why not? Um, and then no chance you game perfect dark. I'd love to be proven wrong, but no chance. Uh, State of Decay, I'm not so sure about, although I really do think they need to show something. But Everwild, definitely they're going to be releasing it this year. <laughs> that game has gone back to the drawing board. I can't believe that. Uh, so that's yeah. not coming. Uh, then really, what is there? No, hold up. There's nothing. Um, this is going to be actually new stuff. And then then your five doesn't make uh, doesn't sound so bad, you know. Your five number that makes well, sense. Then, I mean, what we don't convey it very well here on the show, but once you get into the last half of this, the end of the summer, Xbox actually has quite a few games that are coming. Whether you love them or not, Scorn's coming. Dark Tide Warhammer game is coming. Cool. Four player co op yeah. game, which is pretty cool. Um, Forza Motorsport will be shown and will probably release at uh, I would say like October. Scorn is October. Uh, Redfall will not hit summer. I think they're going to shoot it for later in the fall, really late in the fall. I think that's my prediction. Is is as they're trying to to keep that promise to 2022. You know, to come up, uh, it'll be late, maybe September, October, maybe even later. Uh, Starfield, obviously. What am I missing, uh, Rand? That is coming this year. That is pretty much um, cemented. Games. There's uh, like six games or something. What this year for Xbox? What's releasing? exclusive uh yeah. so gonna, as dust Star falls Wars. is i think coming probably around the i wouldn't be because it's supposed to debut at the tribeca film festival festival so what that is actually, that is that like a life is strange type interactive it's <laughs> kind of but i mean it's exclusive so you know it's a uh, it's an xbox global publishing game so yeah, yeah. yeah uh, that'd be one starfields two red falls three forza motorsports four Grounded 1.0, I guess maybe oh, yeah. you count that as one. Uh, there's a potential that Josh Sawyer's game comes out this year, although probably not. Um, Deathloop is coming to Xbox, I think, in September. I don't know if you count that. Probably, I mean, probably. There's um, at least six or seven games, yeah. Yeah, those are... Those are Indiana Jones is quite a good one, because it third-person game, like, they need... Is it third-person or like- is it first-person? It's not going to be first. It's machine games, it's bro. First. They do Wolfenstein, it's gonna bro. Be Doesn't matter. Uh, let, me, let, movie, me say this. You know, let me let me say this. I, I think I said this on my show like three weeks ago, but listen up, chat. Uh, audience, just hear me out. Putting a game in third person doesn't automatically make it an amazing banger. I've played so many middle ground or lower tier third person games. Just because the camera's behind the character doesn't make it so much more amazing it's all about how that character reacts and moves in the world and reacts with the world and the animation and the visual quality and the feel and and the genre really great third person games Indiana Jones that. First person makes no sense It'd be so i don't think dumb. it's gonna be first person no, no i don't think it's good but that, that's what i'm saying like it suits the genre indiana jones will be third person i think it suits it people have this like uh third person versus first person preference i'm a massive fps guy but for storytelling for storytelling it's better mostly to do a third person although you know with first person there's more you know pros and cons more chance of heavy hitting because you're 
witnessing it. No Russian works that way because it's first person. You get yeah. to see that. It kind of makes you think. Is there um, a world, Gaz, where a first person whip animation is not going to look comical? Yeah. It looks sexy. <laughs> If you're into that. I mean, can you imagine? Oh, you've been talking about Indiana like, Jones. Uh, yeah, Indiana Jones. Like, my kinky if it was brain was going somewhere else. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, I think that would be so... It would be, frankly... And, and if it was an Xbox exclusive, you know what I mean? Even not. It'd just be so stupid. It would be so... They heard the chatbots heard Kinky and boom, they came came up straight away. Um, um yeah, <laughs> it's classic. No, it's it's got to be first person. Indiana Jones. Okay. Xbox needs an answer to Uncharted. It's a perfect counter. It's Indiana Jones is the perfect counter if the quality is good. And all the Indiana Jones games well, have been third you know, person. Uh, Just makes sense. You know, Indiana Jones. The Indiana Jones movies next year. Maybe mm. maybe that means the game is next year to go alongside the movie. Sony's no. never done that. Like their the Spider-Man games didn't release anywhere near the uh the home series. I, well, there I, is there is the chance the, the, the Last of Us remake might launch close to the last uh, Last of Us TV show. No, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. I'm just saying I personally I'll think save as, Indiana Jones is 2024, but um I don't know. Machine ga- machine games love punching Nazis, and they love their first person perspective. So they do, but um, I mean, there, it is one thing to just animate arms and a couple floating feet, right? Uh, as compared to the whole thing, but uh, we will we'll, we'll go back to that here in a second. Let's see. Psychonauts says happy birthday to Colton Gaz. What's up, Rand? It's not even Rand's birthday. Garuda and Truda, great name. The Australian Five. Thanks, thanks. Big shout out to the. UK people that are still up and big shout out to the Australian people who are enjoying their midday and checking out the show. We really appreciate it. Hit the like button. If you're having a good time, Garuda says the saucer is a permanent edition X and C. I'm more excited for this than the Bethesda Xbox showcase. Yes. Gaz <laughs> <Lies>. is. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> but yes, Gaz has joined the show as a permanent co-host. So we'll be able to run the show together. I'm super excited. And now he's mine. We can hang out whenever we want. Um, oh, yeah. Yodani says, Void Rat said, will Will Smith get up on stage and slap to- Todd Howard? No, I don't think <laughs> he's going to be at that event. Biff Rinaldi <laughs> says, Elden Ring is making me cry right now. Thank you so much for that $2 super chat. I uninstalled it. Let's not talk about it. Virg Brizzle says, happy birthday, Gas. You guys are crazy. And this scrub nurse says, shout out to Colt, Colt Gas and Rand. Also to the great chat, hit that like button if you want to uh, touch the like button at least. Um, Let's talk about Xbox said they want to make a presence at Gamescom, Rand. Didn't they help say that? Us temper? I, I thought they did. I thought. Are you sure? Let me see. Let me see. They want to make a splash at Gamescom? Because I think, I think Jez said, I think Jez said he heard. Because I think Jez said oh, on the last podcast Jez, he yeah. heard that they were going to have a Gamescom presence. Because I don't think Xbox is talking about that yet. Yeah. Not right. until so after the showcase. Yes, okay. This is yet another think, thing that happened on Xbox Two. Come on, can you rein this guy in? The Jazz Randall cast, Thor- you mean? <laughs> I well, did, did you did that. you did you listen to Xbox Two? Jazz was quite inebriated at the end. I uh, and yeah, I mean, he was on. He was tweeting. I love you. I love you. Don't forget to join me the podcast. 
<laughs> Jezrend is so uh, drunk. Jez is so obvious. It's so funny. Just turns into a little gremlin. First spads give us killer. Yes, can you can you help us with? I don't know if you follow Gamescom. I've a couple times I've reported on them in videos and go. Uh, it's a little, you know, it's not super big stuff, but uh, what do you think is going to happen at Gamescom? Is Xbox going to be there, you think? Uh, I think so. I think they should be there. They should capitalize on any time, like, you know, play Sony doesn't have to. So they're apparently making inroads into Germany as far as sales are concerned. You know, they got... Last time I went to Gamescom was actually the launch of uh, the PS4 and Xbox One. And part of that series, I went around with a microphone asking Xbox or PlayStation, Xbox or PlayStation. Asked loads. I'm talking about 100. Um, and I'm saying 80%, 80 to 85, maybe even 90% said PlayStation. And there seems to be making some headway there. So I don't mm-hmm. think Xbox can afford to miss Gamescom. And it's got so much that it can potentially show. Gamescom is seen as, like, that 300,000 people is finally going to be an in-person event this year. That's big. The, the the That event is amazing. Like, I've been to all a lot of, apart from E3, gaming events in the UK and whatever. I've never been to anything like Gamescom. So they they have to be there. They have to be there. No, ch- no ifs or buts. They're, they're going to be there. I, I think so too, but Rand, you, you've kind of clocked what they typically do at Gamescom. What can we expect? Will there be one big banger at Gamescom World? What do you expect it? They'll, they'll show more trebuchets from Age of Empires. Oh, for... Was that I mean, last year? Yeah, that's, that was last year. Uh, who okay. knows what they do? I mean, you know. Let me say, I sat and watched the show live in a party chat with Gaz and with dealer and someone else gas fell what time was it you you were you fell asleep through the whole thing i i slept like a baby thank you xbox i slept so well i don't get any sleep as you can probably tell i slept through that like a baby if you deliver a show like that i'm i'm ready i'm just gonna wear my nightgown i'm just gonna lay back and you're gonna get someone showing a cooking game for 20 minutes of Oh my gosh! I, I gotta add because you just reminded me. Be good. It needs to be good. Please don't more BS like last time. My God, man! Long, inter- you know, interviews. I, I there's probably like eight games that are coming in 2022. Uh, from I would say like September or maybe July until the end of the year because Age of Empires is going to get the console version. If you like that sort of thing, that's another game that's coming to Xbox this year, even though it was on PC, but. Uh, I don't play on PC. So no bangers, Randall Thor, for Gamescom. I mean, who knows? Who knows what they do? I mean, usually they use Gamescom to just kind of talk about their current lineup. So if they do that again, it'll be probably more Redfall, more Starfield, Forza Motorsports stuff. I, maybe they have a lot and they can cut some stuff from the main show and then have new announcements for Gamescom. Who knows? I have a question for Special Nick in the chat. Nick, I want you to write this as soon as you get this question. Which one is coming first? Fable release or Halo Season 3? 
you, you know what a better a better answer a better question would have been gonna what's going to come what's going to come first fable or grand theft auto 6 well, well yeah fable's <laughs> coming sooner than you guys think i'm just saying people someone in chat said that what fable's coming man the playground oh, special games said halo season games. 3 is coming before i i don't know i don't know Hey, maybe that co-op will make it by August. Enough with the Halo slander, Cold Eastwood. Yeah, I'm. I apologize. I really, you know, Rand sent me a text while the show's going. Said, Colt, can you make fun of Halo for me? I'm too afraid to do it. So I did it. So yeah, uh, that's how it goes. Let's see. Sweeping Vistas with Australian Five says, I think Mr. Maddie suggested it. Would it? Would Would you unveil Starfield at the Summer Game Fest, or would you give Starfield a, a Games Award boost and totally skip? He's uh, Sweeping Vistas is is saying, would they skip the game showcase and give Starfield a big spotlight at Summer Games Fest, which is days, two days before the game showcase is on the night? Absolutely not. I mean, look at look at the look at the header image for the show. It's 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 Starfield. It's literally like the Xbox and the Sea of Stars. Like, and I think part of the reason why the Xbox and Bethesda showcases combined again is simply because Xbox is trying to do consumer education that Bethesda is part of Xbox and that Starfield is the big game this year. So if you don't give something like Starfield to Jeff Keighley, you give something like the Age of Empires 4 console port to Jeff Keighley, (laughs) you you (laughs) unveil that at your show that everybody's going to be watching. And the reveal of the console. That's different, though, because I think... that, That would be very, very lame to give... Jeff Keighley, the Age of Empires Xbox version. The the game award the game awards I think is also way more popular than Summer Games Fest, and they re, they unveiled yeah, yeah, Hellblade yeah. there to there, so it makes sense to do yeah. another Hellblade yeah, two thing one hundred percent. And Xbox but, I mean, is there like they bring people on site to sit in. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, dude, it's like Starfield, man. Like that is going to be the centerpiece of the freaking show. Why would you give it to to Jeff? I don't understand. That's that's stupid. Let me ask another one from Dub. Says. Uh, HBD Colt, oh, happy birthday, Colt, and shout out to Gaz and Rand. Do you think Xbox will save all big surprises for their show? He's talking about new reveals uh, or share some at Jeff Keeley's show. I mean, I'm sure that's kind of goes be, in mind. I'm sure the, the Xbox might give Jeff a couple things, but I don't think it'll be anything significant. They got their own show literally two days later. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Well, that's something that here's the problem we're going to run up against is on the ninth, they're going to have summer games fest. Xbox can have something there. Maybe it's just one game. Usually they bring two things. I predict that they're going to show Plague's Tale Requiem as a big game pass uh, commercial, basically at the summer games fest before they kick off, because I think that'd be a waste to show that at the game showcase, but there's got to be something else they're showing. Mm -hmm. And Rand's kind of rattled off the, if you go back about 20 minutes into the show, Rand's rattled off some of the games that are coming. Jonas Dad says a Unreal Engine 5 AAA games to 18 dev time. Will Unreal Engine 5 get AAA games to 18 dev time? I'm not sure what that means, but... Um... Left the source. <laughs> Gas! <laughs> Muck1986 says, do you, when do you see Scalebound? And what about Scorn? Scorn's this October. Scalebound. And one when more, we... Boba Fett Gaming, who I was just talking to pre-show with Australian 20, says, happy birthday and anniversary way to celebrate with the acquisition of Gazistan and getting Rand all away from a book for a few hours. Great stuff. Rand's I actually, haven't, like read, I actually haven't read a book in like three weeks. Yeah, I, I go where my mood swings. 
Right now, I don't I don't feel inclined to read anything. You also missed a super chat from Risk It for the Biscuit Cult, Eastwood. R- lay it on me. Can you read it? He said, it? Rand, will Age of Empires have mouse and keyboard support? Uh, no idea. Oh, yeah. You'd have to ask Jez, Jez about that. Will Age of Empires have mouse and keyboard support on Xbox? I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. And like, Jigga you know, J says, admit it, Colt, you are running the Xbox after show this year. Spill it. I mean, that was the reason why you're out at uh, Redmond, right? Meeting with Jeff Rubenstein and Aaron Greenberg. And, um, I'm sorry. Something went, was going on with your mic or something. It was uh, uh, cutting out. I don't, I don't know what happened He there. said uh, you're we'll running E3. What did oh, you meet oh, them yes, for? It's, it's gonna have How to be much English, money buddy, did just... they pay you? <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know Colt went there to get the scripts that Xbox you know, writes for all of us and gets it hands delivered and rewrites his contract with windows central. But so how, uh, imagine. how cool. Oh yeah. That guy. Oh my God. One more. Uh, how cool would it be though? Chat. If Colt Eastwood presented that show, it makes would he so show up much in that sense. jacket in that jacket. Oh, in that jacket he's already styling for it. <laughs> styling and profiling. But, but I mean, would, green, would there be a, green. would there be a fight between Paris and Colt? Like, is Paris going to be like the dual host? You have Paris on one side and Colt on the other with like a little miles down PA in the middle or something. Sorry. A little miles down PA, but in between the sandwich. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, that sounds weird. Fun uh, fact. Uh, I'm sorry. We, uh, miles and I, Harrison miles and I are the same height. We, we stood back to back. His friend um, measured us outside the restaurant we we're eating. Cause I How thought, is he? Uh, How tall is he? Uh, about five ten, and I'm five nine. Ooh. But he was wearing his Reeboks Miles. pumps and had them three Miles. pumps up. Miles. Mm-hmm. No Am I allowed way, to say that? I think Miles. I just broke yes, the on how tall he is. Yes. How tall are you? Are you taller Bro. than Colt? No, I'm not. I'm like a. I'm not a midget, but I'm like five foot three, five foot eight. No. When, no, when Gaz and I meet in real life, I I'm going to carry him in my arm like a football. Person. Miles looks like a tiny little Krillin. No, he's not. He's not. He looks like a tiny little Pokemon. He's a tall. Oh wow, that's surprising. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, there's but, an um, account called Not MBG. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the ponies going. No, it would be, it would be, it would be cool though. Jeez, I'm I'm like six foot two. I'm taller than all you guys. Uh, Special Nick says he's six five foot, ten. Yeah, I would expect him to be much taller. Uh, Nick, you're gonna have to work on that. It, when we meet, I want you to put on some heels or something. That'd be amazing. Uh, DCRU hey, Seeds, thank you so much for the $30 super says Happy one year anniversary. Really enjoying the podcast. You know, it really is the guests and bringing on Gaz is amazing, but we got Randolph Thor here. We got Randolph Thor, the Randolph. man. With Am I the person that's been on your show the most? Uh, I yeah, I think so. It's nah. got to be. It no, has it's to Gaz. be. Is it Gaz? It's Gaz or Miles. Me. I've been on the show like four or five times, haven't I? Well, I could look it no. up. I have, you should. I, I want to know. I want to know in the one-year anniversary, who's – give us a breakdown of, of who's been on the show multiple <laughs> times. Give us the list. What are you laughing at, Gaz? Because I can't no, see you right now. there's an account called MBG with a horse head. because goes, I'm the real MBG. How many MBG accounts are in the chat? Gaz, you've been on my show one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. What? Randall Thor – Randolph, what, what, what color is Randolph Thor here? Yeah, seven times. Rand, you. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you're, you you basically been a freaking uh, co host the entire time, unofficial. Rand, one, two, three, four, 
four times five, four well, five times now. five times now yeah mm. but you know what every time that rand's on here it's super special because he's amazing but yeah um what about <laughs> colt has a chart yeah actually I do have a chart i have an amazing podcast producer i couldn't do this stuff alone and so i've got an actual chart so i can keep track of who's on and when i need to ask miles if he can be on my show again he's been on a few times as well but um yes uh special nick's been on twice and i want to have him on again in fact i think uh We'll save Nick for a real special occasion. Um, but yeah, it's been really great. It's amazing. It's been one year uh, on the 10th of last year is the actual year anniversary. Those two were close enough. And um, the the last part of the games thing, I got to say, let me grab a couple of supers is that um, we're going to get in this situation where we see a couple things at summer games fest on a Friday. If you're in North America, um, and then on Sunday will be the game showcase. So you're going to be like, oh, they showed this. And then on the game showcase, if something's missing, it's going to be this game of, oh, we didn't see Fable or we didn't see this. Are they saving that for game awards? It's going to be absolutely nail-biting. Risk for the Biscuit. Oh, you got that one right there. Uh, hey, Jonas and Dad, thank you for Cold Eastwood. five hole. Yes, sir. Aaron Greenberg just tweeted out, Fun dinner tonight as we got our Xbox and Bethesda marketing teams together out here on the East Coast. Excited to spend the week here, and big thanks to, uh, uh, you know, uh, who is this, uh, Pete Hines for hosting. So the Xbox marketing team's over in Bethesda right now, over in um, where someone said Maryland, I believe, or Connecticut. Oh, sh- hey, hey, are, are they are they filming? Are they going to be filming? They're there. They're there at Bethesda's thing. Are they? Are they, are they who's filming in the picture. something? There's Aaron. There's Pete Hines. Uh huh. There's Paris and there's, there's Miles. Paris. Paris confirmed for the and, show. The guy who's uh, oh, there, there, there in the back. There's me. There's Where's me. God Howard yeah, though? Cool Where's picture. God Howard? Let's see God there's Howard. Todd Howard and Rand's in there. The and Gaz, I'm telling you. Oh my gosh, Gaz is sitting on one of the side tables with the kids. He's at the kid <laughs> table in this picture. This is great. Mm, no, so so we know so we know that Xbox marketing teams over at Bethesda this week. I was probably say when you, probably when to you film said they weren't there yet. some stuff. Uh, what is that for the re- revelation, so, Rad? What, <laughs> my, what do you mean? I, I, I said that earlier tonight, Gaz. What are you talking about? Yeah, something I didn't want to say is film this, some stuff. Thanks, Malik and die. This, this backdrop right here, I didn't want to say this on the show, but this backdrop here is actually not my room. It's just a big photo print I did. So see, none of that's real. I'm actually in. <laughs> See the the Maryland right now, and we just <laughs> shot the whole thing. It was amazing, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's great. No, but I think you'd be amazing for E3, and I'm just saying that because I'm your mate. I'm just saying genuinely, it's just like you've got the voice, it's just like there with your smile. Like, and as, as we all know, you're nervous as crap as your anus is like this, but you were like, Hi, guys, it's gonna I come be, on stage, and I'm like, Look, I'm a PS5. Oh, do you know how many PlayStation fanboys get so angry? There would be a fatwa against you, probably a like a, a assassination attempt. Oh, but it'd be amazing. You'd be perfect for that. <laughs> it's always violent with Gaz. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Jonas you, Dad says, chat, "Fine, Gaz." Chat, my question, that. chat. Hundred percent. You should. He should host it, right? You should put it's up the to you. tweet Just out there. Cult for E three. Tweet that out. Cult for E three. Sip it on that juice. Uh, Jonas, the dad has a question for you guys. He says, will Unreal Engine 5 as the base standard allow game devs to get AAA game development time down to 18 to 24 months instead of five to six years? 
That's a great question. That's a very good point. And I think that's why a lot of devs are latching on to Unreal Engine 5. To 18 months based on oh, the dev cycle typically we're seeing isn't going to be there yet. But that number, when if time goes by in five years, I don't think that, I think that's what they're aiming for. Unreal Engine 5 is going to be so standardized. I think Sony is such a great idea to buy them because they're going to be... This is the point where their Unreal Engine 5 is going to be the de facto engine for good or worse but yeah no to answer your question good great question in my opinion and i think you'll see that in the latter half of this gen where they really get to grips with the engine and really push out so I mean, do you think triple a games are going to go down to three years or they're going to stay to a five-year cycle no no it's definitely down lower definitely three years it's going to happen near tail end of this gen i'm very sure because it can the status quo cannot go there's no way. There's no way that that's going to happen. I mean, you know for a fact that thingy moved to Unreal Engine 5, the CD Project Red, That's that was there. That was the death knell to a lot of devs uh, building their engines from scratch. Sadly, you're not going to see as much mm. as that. This, the dev costs have spiraled to another degree now. I just uh, I just broke I, I just broke my rule and pulled a Cold Eastwood slash Paris. Did you put the eyes? I, I retweeted that tweet and just put a bunch of eyes. <laughs> You oh are so God. ridiculous, and I lo- and I'm here for I'm it. I'm gonna tweet. Oh, you just did this for like. Oh no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> you should because that's exactly why. Bruce Cooper the biscuit just tweeted out uh, to, for me to go to for me to be put on E3. Uh, yeah, well, well, you know, there. Uh, actually, I wanted to make this a topic. We're we're closing here for. It's been a long. We're closing. Show, Let's but... go for another hour. Let's go. We got we got gas. We got the sauce. We got cold <laughs> drinking Mountain Dew. Gaz I'm ready. Let's diet. go. Let Let's talk about Fan Fest, okay? Because I won't. Because on Friday we're going to find out who gets to go in. Okay. This is an interesting topic. I don't know if anybody's super excited. Let me know in the chat. You know, let me put up a quick poll. How many of you apply to see if you could go to Fan Fest? So, did um, let me do it. Did apply? you apply? for fan fest and i'm talking about and i'll put in person in here i didn't um, know about this and you didn't know about this i didn't know about this what's fan fest? gaz I, I swear okay the problem with the problem with gaz and and i is the earth is round contrary to what ram believes and w- i go to bed when Rand when gaz wakes up same with rand same continent but anyway Gaz doesn't listen to me when he's super tired. Okay, so you, you can apply. Me? Oh, you can apply to win one of basically 500 tickets to make your way to LA and sit in the Microsoft Theater where E3 happens and watch the pre-recorded event. And there's probably going to be more to it, so that's what I want to talk about. Um, oh. We don't know exactly what's going on, but I would assume that Phil and Sarah Bond, and maybe Matt Booty, and maybe a couple other people that are leaders at xbox would be at this watch event and that there would be an opportunity for them to be interviewed by the media who are also invited so it's 250 people plus one so you get 500 xbox fans in the front section of the theater the backfill will be whatever is media keep in mind because of the pandemic and because of the way businesses are looking at traveling and spending and keeping people doing things from home and remote and staying safe that it seems like about half of the games media has decided you know what we like staying home we like not paying our people to fly out to these events we, we feel like we can do it from here so i would expect this is my best guesstimation is three thousand maybe four thousand people in this 
theater to watch the show pre-recorded live on the big screen with the sound system and the lights and everything. Okay. And so aren't, aren't they only giving away, think about. aren't they only giving away 250 tickets though? 250 tickets plus one for each one. So 500 people. One. I mean, 500 assuming. Xbox fans in the front. And if Xbox does what they usually do, they're going to give out shirts. So everyone wear a uniform shirt, like a white shirt, a green shirt, or a black shirt, right? That says an Xbox logo on We've done this before, okay? This is a cool thing, but it's all there's a lot to think about. So, Gaz, you need to get to the email. You need to see if you can apply and get picked uh, on Friday. They're having the final. I don't know when that. Uh, mm. Special Nick, uh, maybe. There's one in Melbourne, he says. There's one in Australia. So anybody in the chat, if you know the particulars, I think Hargeet's looking into it. Hargeet, is there a deadline of when you can apply? Uh, we know that they're going to say something on the what? on the 13th, which is there Friday. There's got to be one in London. There has to be one there's in not, London. There's one in Madrid, one. one in Melbourne, and one in no, there's LA. Not, not, one, in, one in Madrid, Melbourne, and Toronto. So. Could actually. I want to come to the States, though. I, I know. I want to see you, bruh. Yes, good for good, bruh. Let me look at the chat. Overwhelming majority, eighty-seven percent said they did not apply. Yeah, nothing like nothing like flying uh, across the country to go watch the show with a bunch of dudes and then leave. Mm -hmm. No, but it's kind of cool. Get lit. Sean the Bree says, "When will they let us know the golden ticket?" Uh, Friday the thirteenth. Sean the Bree and Sean the Bree. We see this would be interesting if if it was actually like a conference like it was in 2019 when Colt went or 2016 mm. when I went three years before Colt and was actually breaking a million gamer score on stage with Phil Spencer and Mike Barr. But, um, uh, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I just personally don't see, and I could write it off for business. I could literally write mm-hmm. off the plane ticket and, and like everything for business. But I just, it's like, yeah, I just don't see myself, even if I got picked, which I didn't even apply because I wasn't planning on going, but like, Right. I'm not I'm not spending what it would cost for a flight, uh, what it would cost for a hotel to literally go and do that. Well, I mean, uh, come I on, Rand. I, I don't blame you, Rand. I, when I went oh, 2019, yeah. it was the Xbox Fan Fest, and then there was uh, the next night there was a whole thing just for the fans without all the media there. And then you, right across the street, was the convention center with all of E3. So that's an easy, easy decision. Um but it looks like well, people did not want to apply for this. And I don't want to ask the reason why. Because everyone has it, until, And I'm in this bloody space. I'm filling the form up right now. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, yeah, and we'll we'll talk about that some more. But this is... Um, Cold Eastwood, you need to make your chat subscriber only, bro. Uh, nah, nah, nah. Uh, yeah, I guess I could. I've done that a couple times. You don't get those because you do that, but that's good. Um, I don't know. There, I don't know what to expect exactly, but there's when I was at Redmond last weekend or whatever the weekend before, I talked to a couple of people about this event in more detail. So there's a lot to think about uh, about going or not, and I, I would understand if people don't feel comfortable at this juncture. Like I talked to Dealer Gaming about it. He's like. Why would I go? It's not even like time yet to where you just, he goes, if I'm going to go to LA, I want to do it like the whole thing, right? I want to go when everyone's there, when there's, you know, 30,000 people there, there's the big convention center. This is just a, this could possibly be like a three hour thing. You go in, they talk to everybody, then they light up and show the show for an hour and a half. And then they come out and talk for a minute. Then the media goes and handles all the leadership and all the fans got to get the heck out. I mean, that could be crummy. 
Um, and maybe there's giveaways before they've done giveaways. There's a lot to it. Um, yeah. It's hard to say when I look at the poll and, you know, 15% applied for FanFest, which means uh, you have a good shot, Gaz. Ooh, that'd be wicked, man. I would actually have to fly down to LA. That'd be sick. Then we could go to Vegas. And what happens there? <laughs> it goes on YouTube because of the sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you imagine sauce versus you dropping into Vegas. So I would definitely do that. It's coming. That is that is uh that is something to think about. Um I don't know. Uh Rant, you're not going. You're not ready. I mean it- <laughs> I'm not paying to go. Like, I just don't. Don't be lame, Rand. Dude, I am not. I live in Chicago. I am not paying to go. I'm not paying to fly. I'm not paying to fly to go watch the show and then fly back home. Not happening. It's not just for the show. It's to see your friends. Do you? I thought you loved me. I do. And I want to see, I want to see you and Colt and everybody, but I'm just not paying. Because what I think it's going to be, it's like, you're going to fly out there. You're going to watch the show. There might be something afterwards, and then that's it. So it'd be flying back it? the we same day. Vegas. We go to Vegas. It's like a drive to. It's like what from LA to. I Cole, you go, are you going to Vegas, to Vegas if we do this, Cole? You can't go to Vegas. It's like a six-hour drive or something to Vegas. Is, what the hell is wrong with you? Of course we can go to Vegas. We've got to get let. Bro, I would rather. I would rather go when they actually have an event, like a live event, where everybody's there in the auditorium and we can okay. chill and do multiple stuff instead of, you know. Let, let me see. Let Paris me says he wants to go to the Fan Fest in L.A. because he's gonna he's because he's gonna be filming something somewhere else in the world. There. So he, he's probably <laughs> he? he's no, probably like. Let me let me let me give you guys an insight. For uh, let me ask. Let me do a poll real quick. How many how many of you? Um, shoot, move move screen. <laughs> trying to hurry this up for you. So he goes, dude. Oh, what if this camera? Poll. You want him to fly to another city? That's true. Okay, let me ask. Um, oh, come on! What's going on here? I'll refresh it. I want to ask how many people have actually been there. Now it's working. Uh, have you gone to E3? Okay, let's ask that question because Rand said. You know, I want to go to the convention center and see all the games. No, no, no. I don't even want to go to the convention center. I did that. I would never want to do that again. That's what I was going to say. Like, it was cool, but it was definitely not my favorite thing being there. The Microsoft Theater thing and and being just being outside in line to get in the second day with all these Xbox fans. Like, the Iron Lords were in line. Um, I was actually right next to a group of six developers for borderlands three. And I just got, they were just like um, people that worked on the game and they were really young. And we talked to them and I'm like, I love borderlands. And they're like, w- you know, that one rock that you're going to see in borderlands three, I made that, you know, like that type of thing. But the whole Xbox experience is what makes it so amazing. But the convention center is like, you'll never play a game. The line for doom eternal is like three hours, not happened. Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah, even yeah. let you into cyberpunk Nintendo. You can't get in unless you've got some special access. So you're not even touching anything for Nintendo. PlayStation, they ain't even freaking there. PlayStation's not even there. They had like uh they had no presence. So yeah. I don't need the convention center. I just want all the people there. I want to see yeah. as many people as Sean the Bree. Tell, tell them how it is. Yeah, man, it's gonna be epic. Sean, hi Sean. Sorry. Off to, over to you. Cricket sound. <laughs> uh, you introduced like Sean's right next to me. I confused the hell out of me. Like, did you? What would you do if he popped up behind your chair? He's like, I guess. 
Sean's amazing. Sean, Sean and I hung out like for three days. My wife and I hung out with Sean the Bree for for like two days at the event. We met. <laughs> Oh, we met Ron Ferguson, and then like a week later, he's like, "I'm going to Blizzard." Listen, so, yeah, if, I'm, if we go to the thing, it's gonna. Have you seen the movie Project X? We're gonna have our own little place. We're gonna have a sick party. Possibly get rested. That's is that the, the movie where they teach the monkey to go to space? No, what? No, Project X is a house party movie. You idiot! It's like. What is it? What? No, not it's a movie about a chip that goes to space. No, what? Project X is about these kids. It was based on a true story where the kids threw the mad part. No, it's the monkey. It is, it is. 1987 film. Project X is a 1987 science fiction about oh. uh, about Matthew Broderick and a space chimp. I'm going to go with that. But Project you know what X I want, is Jazz? a movie about kids throwing a party and it goes mad and the whole neighborhood the is on fire. That's why you. Is there a monkey in it? There's no. There might be actually. There was like, there's, that party was mad. They're going to be right next to the pool. There might have been a monkey. Rand, in tell that. me there's a monkey. Tell. I, tell I, I have no idea what we're even. What were you? You know what I want? I want. Rand, Rand is like, I want to go. This is like, this is like the DRM discussion of Gaz right now. So it's like I've, I've checked out. <laughs> Yo, man. I want to. I want to go to the. Lord. I want to go to the airport and I want to do the slow motion run into Rand's arms mm. when we find him. <laughs> Yeah, but the Iron, I don't think the Iron Lords are going to be there because I talked to Cognito and he's going to be in Florida for a Destiny convention. So <laughs> He's what? Cognito's uh, not going to be there? Cognito's not going to be there because he's uh, going to some Destiny convention at that time or something. So he won't be there. Lame. Um, be oh mad. my gosh, look at, the, look at this poll. 12% have gone to E3. God dang. I mean, I didn't get to go until 2019, and then that was one time. So, And you broke it because it never came back after that. Hey, you got a super chat here from Yudani Kuzada who says, If Xbox influencers had a Marvel Civil War divide with Colton Gaz on one side and Randon Jez on another, where does Nick Dealer, Jordy, and uh, Asa side with? Uh, <laughs> Nick would join me as much as because one, uh, he's not your best friend. Um, Nick's got the sauce. Uh, Dealer would join us. Come on, Jordy. Yeah, Asa would join whatever side has him talk the least. I mean, we would be the uh, guardians of the galaxy for sure because Rand's like a he's like Groot, it's amazing. <laughs> Uh, there's another super chat as well from Flush Jackson. Oh, oh, go, do I have to read those? Am I, am, am I your b- now that as a co-host? Gaz, read some super chats. Right. Re- uh, read it. Right. Read it. You, you, uh, <laughs> you just turned me to Zorka in, uh, in RDX. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday anniversary, Colt. Saucy co-host, Gaz. Oh, come oh, on. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Jeez, oh that, the gosh. end of that was loud. Yeah, that was Look loud. at shout out to Fonzarelli, the Fonz. Where? I just saw oh, him man. in the chat. Fonz is amazing. I think I saw him. Yeah, uh, maybe I didn't see. Him. Just, Wait, just was Fonz not here? Could have sworn I saw Fonz's name pop up. Am I wrong? I don't know. Fonzarelli. Oh, there he is. He's yeah, yeah, he's, 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 he's the grounded there gamer. Yeah, How are you doing, buddy? Yeah. Um. Is it time for E3 to come back? Like, or I, I should ask you, Rand, is E3 going to be done and then it'll only be 
that E3 season E3 type is thing. Dead, that bro. It's, it's, it's all about Jeff Keighley in the future. Week. It's all about Jeff Keighley, bro. If Jeff Keighley smashes it this year, and the pressure should be on him, there should be a fire lit under his ass. He needs to really smash it out. He could actually signal the depth now for E3. If he doesn't do that this year, then E3 can come back next year. I should I should say in 2019, like there was no pandemic. Uh, E3 was kind of questionable about like where it was going to go. Like PlayStation had dipped out for a couple of years, right? I think mm. two, at least two years, PlayStation said, we're out. We're not doing. Yeah, 2017 was their last year. Right? Mm. Am I right, Rand? Am I remembering that right? They didn't go to 2018 or 2019. And then Who, they had PlayStation? Yeah, yeah, PlayStation. 2018. So let me yeah. tell you, the, the convention center, I'll just paint the picture for you because most people haven't been there. The, it's, it's a big, huge convention center. And then it, it was kind of split into two main wings. So you go in and they have everybody over in this section. But if you go off this section through a long walkway, there is like an identical big space. And we went down there and there was like little tiny devs or little, everything was over here. And I was with Ainsley from Season Gaming and we walked through there and he's like, normally this section over here is as packed as the main section. So this is how much E3 had paired back to 2019. And then of course, 2020, gone. And so Rand, I think you're right. E3 is done and it will become... But it will become Jeff Keighley's Summer Games Fest, a digital show. Like, is there ever going to be people going back and meeting together and having that big moment? I think Xbox wants to have stuff like that. And maybe that's what XO20, if they ever bring back the XOs, would be like a live show or whatever. Because clearly Xbox wants to do Fan Fest and stuff. I mean, they're doing the thing this year with inviting people to watch it, right? So I do think there's at least a part of Xbox that really miss and i know phil misses the live shows like he really likes the live shows so you know i don't know make maybe maybe nobody does live shows for the e3 week anymore but you could do a live show for xo in you know a a city somewhere or something if you wanted to bring that back yeah i mean i would put my money on them bringing back xo for possibly 2022 seems like they want to do that and I've asked, I've asked that question pointed, like, do you guys want to get these events coming back? Because the fans want FanFest, and they have pointed me in that direction of, yes, they want to have these events. But the weird thing, Rand, is FanFest 2022 is like a last-minute scramble. That has never been like this, where the month before the show, they're going to announce uh, when people are going, and there was not all this pre-planning. So it is interesting. Um, but I think we have a lot of games events and games to show for the rest of the year. And like Rand and I were trying to paint, right, guys? Seven or eight games that are exclusive to Xbox, or at least seven, I think, at the end of the year. But that doesn't even include stuff like Scorn, which is October, Uh, Warhammer Darktide, which I believe is September. Um, Yep. I think there's probably, probably more of those as well, like, Stalker oh, comes out September. This September, I think so. Cool. I think I think they announced it for September. Yeah, uh, nice. Stalker Two has been delayed indefinitely uh, yeah. because of what's going on. Um, so yeah, I'm sure there'll be a bunch of games uh, for us to play this fall. But the big game is going to be Starfield. Yeah, it's going to take up a big a big uh, part part of it. Uh, Happy Bomb, the moderator of this, just sent a super sticker. <laughs> Thank you so much, Happy Bomb. Uh, craziness. Craziness. 
Gaz, where will Starfield sit in the show? Opening, ending. It's right at the start. 15 minutes. Boom. It's going to be 15 Damn. minutes. It's going to be right at the start. Going to start out hard. <sighs> Man, it could be anywhere. It could be at the beginning like they did last year. It could They could end the show with it if they wanted to. Um, it could be in the middle like they did Halo last year. Oh, I don't. I really mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's tough to say. Tough to say where it could be. Maybe there's some politicking going on. Like maybe, maybe God Howard wants it at like the end or something. You know, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a good question, though. Yeah, that would be a struggle, wouldn't it? Hmm. Well, I mean, let me assist. Do you minutes. do you want it to end the show, or do you want something new to end the show? Like, yes, you know what I mean? Yes. It's always going to be what that one more thing. Oh, so you, 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 one more thing. you think they can't end the show on a 10 to 15 minute Starfield demo? No way, essentially. bro. Listen, I mean, they could. Listen, it it makes still no be sense. good. It makes no sense. It'd be stupid. In terms of the human mind and retention, the first few minutes are key. You're going to lead out with the highlight of the show, especially if you're talking. If it's going to be a long show, uh, they haven't shown gameplay for a while for a reason. If they're going to retain attention, it's like YouTube, isn't it? It's like how we make our videos, how we, as to how human mind works in the attention span. You, if there's going to be a long gameplay showing, it's going to be right at the start. That's why I think. I agree. Or maybe like at the most, there'll be a couple of little sizzles and then boom, stuff. So what ends the show then, Gaz? What do you think? Sean the Bree has a good point. What if they, what if they end the show with that long gameplay, like twelve minute segment, and then they say one more thing. They don't need to do that. The one more thing will happen if they they should happen. They, the one more thing is now seen as uh, a recipe for success. What like, if it's one more thing and it's Halo, the card game? <laughs> Mike, they have a good story. Uh, but no, they, <laughs> uh, no, definitely at the start. I'll be shocked it's not at the start. It makes no sense. It makes no sense to have stuff it at the end. Unless there's such an abundance of things to show, but sh- putting that to the end is oh, even if it's 15 minutes, it's actually saying we're relegating it to the end. It, that kind of ga- long gameplay segment doesn't. Or make sense they could me. do the marketing where they say tune in to watch Starfield, and they have Starfield at the end, so everybody can actually sit through the whole show and see exactly everything that they have to announce, so they can get to the end. So st- that's Starfield. I don't think Starfield has that much of a pull that it is going to compel people to stay there. For the entirety of the show, when it's a new IP, even though it's big, it's going to be amazing. What if they did think- a ten-minute Starfield demo, and then and then Todd's like, "Here's one more thing," and they show Indiana Jones gameplay, and then it ended on Indiana Jones. Nah, I like it. They can, they like can it. end it, but it doesn't need to be. So a, you think it needs thing. to end on something one brand new, like something yeah. nobody's ever seen before? So they can't end do, on Indiana. Don't Jones. they normally do that, Rand? They did that. I mean, let's see. Last year they ended on Redfall. Year before they end, uh, yeah. they ended on Fable, right? Uh, yeah. Twenty nineteen yeah. they ended on. Twenty nineteen they ended on Halo Infinite. Yeah. Twenty eighteen they ended on. What did they end on twenty eighteen on. Uh, Cyberpunk. They ended twenty eighteen. I like on Cyberpunk. Like twenty eighteen show. Yeah. Yeah. Cyberpunk. Um, the, the, so the hack 2017 i don't remember but yeah so eh, you look at the recent history i guess that is true they 
That although Halo, anyway. although Halo Infinite was originally a 2018 reveal, they ended the show in 2019 with it. But they also, I guess you could say, ended the show. Well, no, they actually did end the show with Halo because they announced Project Scarlet. And they said, Halo Infinite will be launching with Project Scarlet. Lies. So, that's a one more thing. Yeah, that was horrible. Um, mm. Yeah, no. <laughs> Sean the Breeze says, Bug Snacks 2, back in the habit. That'd be amazing. Um what about this Wu-Tang game, game uh, Rand? Is that going to be the big oh, reveal? Hell yeah. uh, I doubt it. Oh, man. Oh, man. The Wu-Tang game would be sick if it's good. Should be. Yeah, well, um, there are so many things. And you guys got my my brain cranking because I got to make this video about what's coming for this show. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. This is the XC Podcast. I'm here with my brand new co-host, Gaz from Game on Daily. Check him out. I've got his link. I'll have his channel link uh, when the show wraps in the description. And I'm here also with Randall Thor, the man with a million, one of the biggest Xbox YouTubers on the planet. The one to go to for the hottest mm. news. But what hmm, What was That's that not true. for? That's not true. Okay, Zocker's the biggest. But no, and I'm just joking. Well, Zocker uh, makes Rand the most it. videos, but... <laughs> But uh, yes, thank you so much. This show is live on YouTube, but you can also check it out on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Hit the like button on the way out. We got 650 likes. We had well over a thousand people who are checking out the show. This is the one year anniversary. We're starting season two next month, and we are getting so close to getting more information about the new games being showcased and what's coming. I have a feeling it is going to be a history maker, believe it or not. After all we've been through, after all the waiting, Randall Thor, how long have we been waiting for games? One year? Forever. Forever. New IPs, brand oh. new big games, AAA, third-person action-adventure with stealth elements. So you really you think got... this one's going to be a big one? You think this is going to be a big one? Yeah, and um, I've had conversations with people like, this could be a letdown because we already know it's coming. It's like, I don't think so. You know what that means? He just told you it's going to be a big, big show. And I'm going to tweet out eye emojis every day until my account gets banned. Now, uh, I think it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be good. I think what we tried to cover here was they've already talked about a lot. They're going to end up showing a lot, and then they have to have some new reveals. Because like you said, Rand, they got to keep, keep people coming back to game pass into the platform reading so, that into that what you will he went to meet them what does oh fights <sighs> yeah no <laughs> but yeah check out the show uh thank you so much for your support we'll get timestamps up on the show as it wraps and processes on here please audience give a big thanks to gaz for being here and for a special guest randall thorver taking time to be here and hang out with us and give us his insight his expertise let me start with you gaz Tell people where they can find you and what is coming next in the Sauceverse. Yeah. Shout out to people who don't know. Check out Game... Hey, man. You need to make a big enough noise about me. I'm a co-host. You got co-host. We're going to be sick. You're going to get cancelled in one month. Um, No, sorry. Check out (laughs) Game on Daily. One word. Uh, It's my YouTube channel. I like console warring. I don't care if you hate it. Paris Lily. I'm going to do it all day. All day. Day. Um, so do check out Game On Daily and uh, our website GameOnDaily.com best site out there almost as good as Pornhub thank you yeah you're welcome and Jim Ryan in the chat says uh, Cole Eastwood listen if I go to LA will Rand come to LA if Jim Ryan's there Rand 
you you and Jim Ryan are pretty good friends. Are you gonna go if he's there? I'm only gonna go if Gaz is there. Uh, don't, 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 don't try and sweet talk me, you piece. I said, why would I go there? I'm literally begging you, bro. You'll come to get to see us. We're gonna get chill. We'll go to Vegas. Can we go to Vegas, Vegas though? Is is would Kopi allowed to go to Vegas? I've already I'll been to Vegas. to Vegas. I went a long time ago. I'll go no, again. You, it, sh- shut no. up. You have not been to Vegas the way you're supposed to go. Col- to Col- Col- Colt's going you know like, I mean, to be like, Colt's gonna be like <laughs> I can't go to Vegas because I got to host a podcast tomorrow and I got to make a video about all this. Oh, so he can't how go to Vegas. dare you? The you know it's true. We'd see the parties we'd go to. Oh, man. Vegas would be mad, Rand. Why? What do we? You make enough money on YouTube, man. You can't afford to go there. Let's go. Let's go next year, bro. Let's go next year. All right, next oh, it's year. only a four-minute. It's only a four-four-hour drive to Vegas from LA. I mean, but, we're so. we're kind of planning Dude, this, this on the on the two. We're we're like a month away. We gotta. Let's gotta be. We gotta get like Dealer and Colt and you. Dealer will never come we, out. Come on. Dealer, I begged him so much. The guys actually, like you. Dealer just said, like, "I don't want to meet you guys." Come, <laughs> dealer said to, he'll come to LA when everything is like big and bombastic. Like not this. Oh yeah. Uh, short oh, get like get short, fonds, uh, You know. We get yeah. miles, we get jazz, just just all go to the Xbox can, thing and then all go Vegas to Vegas, this, bro. Sean Labrie can be the you know <laughs> the designated driver, you know. Oh man, I'm not I, I all I know is I know King David can party, man. Ooh, I need someone on the, my level. We get the Iron Lords out there to too. Dude, we'll yeah, just roll we'll, we'll just there. roll into Vegas like we own the town. You know, hell yeah, a bunch of just a bunch going, of X-Bots. Da, da, da. Everyone with the high cholesterol levels. Da, da, da. <laughs> just a bunch of Xbox fans. Triple A games. Yeah, now yeah, that would be super nerdy. Uh, oh my god, Cole, do not do that. I swear to God. <laughs> hey, do you know about Xbox? And I'm like trying to talk to uh, talk to a chick I'll, I'll roll in. I'll roll into the Bellagio doing the <laughs> Spider-Man web flinging. Check what? me out, bros. From from Avengers. Uh, Xbox. No, we'll the encore. That at the encore suit. Please. Yes, what's back. your next sauce? I know you're working on something. Can you give us like a little insight of what this what the next sauce piece is? Before we go to Rand. In fact, there are Easter eggs in my source video. That's all I'm saying. That's oh, okay. all I'm saying. And I'm I'm not even like tickling your nether regions. There are actual mm. actual like easter eggs yeah clever person can piece them together but i don't say it. i'm not gonna say too much all i know i'm yeah, really me... excited to film it really excited i'm going to link your video in the um uh, in the in uh. the in the, in the tangs copy parental I want everyone advisory after the show to go watch content <laughs> go watch his, his sauce video it's in the chat it's just it's a youtube link you know do with it how you will but yes, Randall Thor, get some views you, more than four thousand views. God. Yes, Randall Thor, you went almost three months without content. You've been doing just a podcast while news has been quiet. Waiting up to E three. What is next on the horizon for the Randall Thor channel? What do you got? Like, well, I mean, I've already 000? I performed. I don't know. I performed the the death and resurrection, so that got to count for something, right? Um, I don't know. We'll see what's next. You can always uh, follow me at youtubecom thor nineteen. You know, we got. Uh, Podcast the jazz cast every weekend or every week, Friday and Saturday, and who knows what else happens. Subscribe because it might surprise you. Ooh. Are you gonna do some eye emoji videos soon? Yeah. I mean, I just it's funny. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Well, and uh, right. I'll, I'll make some video of us when we go out to Vegas. Well, have some footage <laughs> to blackmail well, Gaz with. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what really happens. But you know, shout out to the moderators, Udana Kizada, Happy Bomb, and Xbox Obi in the chat for keeping things good. And shout out to the chat for making it so entertaining. I'm watching you guys and uh, all the stuff you're saying and trying to integrate in that show. Thank you so much for helping us celebrate one year. We will be back next week with who knows what and who knows how the news breaks. But thank you so much. We're going to get out of here. It's super late for Gaz. Gaz, let the people know what time it is, and we're going to hit the outro. It's 3.38 a.m. Thank you for joining us, and we shall see you next week. All right, guys, we're out of here. Rand, say goodbye. I go hard in the paint. (laughs) 